Hello, everybody. Welcome to RP Gamers 2015 Game of the Year Podcast Awards. Woo! Uh, bring it down a bit, Chris. Bring it down. No, no, no. I gotta, I gotta do the hype now because the rest of this, you, just, you should just tune out probably. So this is where we get all um, a bunch of our reviewers together and um, people who've actually played games, unlike me and most of the people on the show every week. Um, well. Well, you've played a handful of games, Anna, but you're not allowed to review them. She's yelling at me from across the room. Just ignore her. You can't even hear her. So I've got Sam Walker. I almost said the uh -oh, wrong last name. Do you not name. know any of our names? You almost called me by my maiden I name. I almost said Marcello yeah. is the problem. I had to stop myself. It's all good. I'm back, bitches. <sighs> She's back. Adrian Denowden is here. Wow, you, you pronounced it right. Yes. I'm, I'm shocked. You used to be on the weekly podcast, and I learned it then. <laughs> You've probably yeah, forgotten the, that this. was like five years ago. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I will. Do you? What would you prefer? I call you. Uh, I'm, I'm just. I'm just extremely impressed that you I could do pronounce so, it I right. Can. No one ever does that. You just Even people I've known for years. Butters McSnot. Boogers McSnot. No, I want Butters McSnot. All right. And then yeah. finally, Grandma's here. Hi, Grandma. See, I don't think you know my name. <laughs> Glenn Wilson. <laughs> All right. Hey, Mike Minky's online. Hey, sweet. And joining us shortly will be Mike Minky. Shortly and unexpectedly to him. No, Anna tweeted at him, so that's probably why he's he's showing up now. Let's let's see. Wait, why'd you call me Grim? Cry. What? I thought it was Graham, Grammy, Granny. You Your grandma. 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 I don't know, because Sam told me to. I'll take it. Yeah. Glenn, you've been staff grandma, you know, since you got here, so... I think I've been staff grandma since you got here and started The old person on staff, even That's when he was true. the new person on staff. Is that how that works? Let's just say I've been calling him that for as long as I've been on staff. So, And he's never stopped me. Okay. Well, then. Isn't that right, Pookie? You've never stopped me. So we're going to go through a bunch of categories tonight uh, and just kind of kibitz about what we think our picks are for the game of the year. Um, I will link this, uh, the resulting document to uh, the thread that goes up along with this show. And you can uh, write in the comments whether or not you agree, you disagree, but hopefully we'll have a good discussion about some games. And uh, if you are so inclined to vehemently disagree, I encourage you to record your own podcast and uh, post it as a, as a reply to ours because no one will ever do that. So I can make that threat. All right. So we'll do it on active topical banter in the next couple of weeks. But you're on, if you're on both shows, you already have representation here. True. <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So speaking of failures, let's think about what we did last year. All right. Last year it was Glenn, Max Storm, Alex, um, Adrian again and myself and we uh, we answered some prediction questions so uh, let's see how we did the first thing we said what was going to be the RPG of 2015 what game do you think will be best in 2015 and uh, we, you know we can't validate that yet because we haven't gotten to that topic but Glenn you picked The Witcher 3 yeah I won <laughs> it, spoiler the game of the year awards have been on the site for a couple weeks and I won well it may not win this this podcast version Oh, it won the real version. It so won the real version. Okay. Uh, Max Storm picked uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, which... Yeah. It was epic fail on his part. I mean, you know, it, 
if it just had He went rogue and didn't choose boring. a handheld, is what he gets. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, I picked Shadowrun Hong Kong, which You're is wrong. giant egg on my face because I haven't played it yet. Um, oh, that's even funnier. It probably it probably would be my winner if I had played it because I've loved every other game in that series. Because it would be yeah. the only 2015 game you played? No, untrue. I've played other 2015 games. <laughs> But I haven't completed that many You'll RPGs. Name them later. I haven't I haven't completed that many RPGs, as you know from going through the rewards voting. Yeah. Um, Adrian, you picked Persona Five. I, I maintain that Persona Five was the best game of 2015. It's um, not out. But but the games that did come out in 2015 were so disappointing that I think Persona Five wins on the value of its trailer alone. <laughs> Adrian, go sit in the corner. <laughs> That's I'm called a sore loser. Argument. Sore loser. He's a sore loser. <sighs> well, we know what his pick for this year is going to be. Prediction. Persona 5? <laughs> yeah, you think? Most Actually, overhyped of... This year. <laughs> Most overhyped of 2015. What do you think won't live up to the expectations in 2015? Glenn very astutely said Persona 5. Yeah. It didn't... The trailer did not live up to my expectations. <laughs> I don't know what Adrian's talking about. <laughs> Max Storm picked Zelda Wii U, which of course got bumped. <laughs> Is that even a game? <laughs> this doesn't sound like a real game. That sounds like they have a name, name yet. They don't. Ha do they have a name now? No. no they yeah. still don't have. They a name still don't have a name. <laughs> it's right up there with Star Fox. All right. I picked Majora's Mask 3D, and I think um, I was wrong about that. People seem to be digging that who like Majora's Mask, but as long as you didn't want the collector's edition that Nintendo made 50 of. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alex picked Pillars of Eternity, which I think is probably a wrong answer. Really? I was, I'm was i okay with that. I think it didn't live up. Yeah, it I had pretty big hype. Oh, I've been playing it this past week, and I'm just adoring everything about it, but maybe I haven't gone far enough to get disappointed. Yeah, I, I started playing it, and it reminds me so much of Neverwinter Nights and how boring Neverwinter Nights was. Oh. Did you not like any of the Infinity Engine games like Baldur's Gate really 2? Really didn't. I just okay. I don't like that style well, of gameplay. All right. Well, then it's not for you, but uh Yeah. But the story the story likes... seems like it was going to be interesting. It's just I I wish it had a better engine backing it, oh. that's all. Neverwinter Nights is more boring than the Infinity Engine games, and yes. the Infinity Engine games are pretty boring. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. And Adrian picked for most overhyped Persona 5. And I maintain that that is a correct answer, as the game I expected the game to come out, and it did not. Therefore, so, it was overhyped. Oh, okay. All right. Winner was Persona Five. All right. Least likely to come out in 2015. <laughs> oh, oh, snap! Yeah, there's some, there's some trends here. Glenn picked the Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky second chapter. And it did come out. Wrong. I you still were... think it was the least likely to come out in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> and then it did. Um, well, okay. So put your foot in your mouth. Beat the odds. Max Storm was much more smart about it. He picked Zelda Wii U and totally was accurate. It got pushed. I picked Persona 5 as not likely to come out and was right. Adrian picked Torment Nides of Numenera, Tides of Numenera, and it, also true, it did not come out. That was Alex who picked Alex. that. Al Alex, I'm sorry. I meant to say Alex. Adrian, Adrian picked Persona 5, because he picked Persona 5 for every single one of these categories, just hedging his bets. Oh, just a reminder, the winner of every category was Persona 5 <laughs> last year. I was so proud of you guys. <laughs> and it's I maintained we were right. right. <laughs> so before we get into this, let's make it easy. Tell us, tell me, tell, tell the listeners... What games did you play last year that weren't from last year? The best RPGs from before 2015. 
that you finally got around to playing for the first time last year? Ooh, wow. Silence. <laughs> I um, love it. I only got to, I think, three that... Oh, four. I only played four RPGs that came out before 2015. I ended up playing Pokemon Heart Gold. I played... Oh, I'm a liar. I played five. I played Shin Megami Tensei four mm-hmm. for some stupid reason. I played Science Girls. Let's see. I, I'm good at this. I can I can figure this out. I played Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Yay, Dragon Age. Um, End of Serenity, which I don't know why I bothered with that. Shin Megami Tensei Persona 2 and Tales Wait, of Hearts. Does, does it show off your knowledge by listing all of them, or are we only supposed to list no, the best ones? I, I, yeah. I have to list all of them, because I'm an asshat. Yeah, I was just going to let her do that, and now you have okay. to pick yes, one. I wrote a, Glenn, for what's worth, I wrote a feature, remember? Yeah. Where I already talked about this nonsense. Yeah, so pick one. Um, My favorite was Pokemon Heart Gold. Pokemon Heart I'm, Gold. I'm lame. I never played uh, Gold and Silver when they came out years ago. I kind of just played Black and White, or Black and White. Uh, red and blue <laughs> repeatedly and then kind of skipped all the generations until uh, Pearl and Diamond came out and then I met my husband and he was like you're dumb you should play silver and gold and so when that came out I still didn't buy it and then last year I found a copy of it for like five bucks and was like okay I'm gonna play it that was totally worth my five bucks alright and I maintain that Totodile was the best choice to start with in that game okay um, I finally got around to playing some of those Vita Disgaea's I had been putting off. So I played uh, Disgaea 3 and 4, and I'm going to pick out of those two. Uh, Disgaea 3 is the better game for me. So I really enjoyed that. Adrian, did you have one? I didn't actually end up playing any uh, RPGs uh, from before. I did play two remakes, uh, Etrian Odyssey 2 Untold and Shimigami Densei Devil Survivor 2 Break Record. So, uh, but they came I out get, last year, right? The, the remakes came out last year, but they're remakes of games that came out before. So I'll, I guess I'll say Devil Survivor 2 just because... No, no, you don't get to count it. No. Okay, well, fine then. Uh, and <laughs> we'll get to in, it. in that case, I'm going to say Murdered Soul Suspect because it's not an RPG, but it was the best game from... I previous I year that I played. Do you that. like that? Is it any good? Hey, I did like it. It was enjoyable. It's okay. uh, it's got an interesting sort of uh, murder mystery thing going on. It. It's, it's neat. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I just wish they didn't have the stupid demons in it because yeah, I felt was... so tacked on and bullshitty that I was like, this is the part of the game that makes me miserable. Can I go back to the part where I collect the clues? Because that's really fun. Might I suggest hidden object games for you? I, well, that's just it. It basically plays like a big hidden object game, and then you have to do these nonsense demon bits. So where it's like, oh no, you have to evade the demons, and like the controls are not that great to Awesome. It, it reminded me a little bit of Telltale's games, except with a little bit more interaction than what Telltale games usually have. Stop that. <laughs> so, I like that one. Did you, and say, for like, it, did you just yell at Adrian to stop comparing things to Telltale? No. I assumed that the dog sat on her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> sure what's going on there. No, no. Don't you just... dare say it reminds you of Telltale. Do not besmirch their Adrian name. Did. Adrian's fault. Okay. Every, no, everything's Adrian's fault, just like right. Vanille, okay? Got it. Got it. Vanille right. is Adrian's fault. Got it. I'm, I'm sorry, what am I being blamed for here? I, 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 if I'm going to be blamed for something, I'd at least like to know what it is. Vanille from Final Fantasy 13, apparently. Okay, okay, yeah. I, I can live with that. Right. She sucked at the beginning, but she was a lot better later on. So it's, I'm fine with that. True, all of them as they learned how to act their characters. Um, exactly. Seventh, <laughs> mm. what about you? 
think the only one I played from a past year that I liked was Dark Souls 2. I tend to play the Souls series about a year behind, but played Dark Souls 2 early last year. I mean, it was good. I like the Souls games enough to keep playing and getting them, but I don't usually want to pay full price or play them right so away. So you're real hyped for Bloodborne this year, then? I've already played Bloodborne, because oh, okay. uh, I, I ran out of my backlog, so now I'm oh, playing right. games as they come out once they're on sale. I think I might actually play Dark Souls 3 when that comes out, just to see if it lives up to the hype. I was not impressed with Dark Souls 2, but... Three I'm should be better shot. than two based See, I like on Dark Souls the development. I, I'm in the minority because I, I thought it fixed a lot of the janky stuff in Demon's Souls. It, and Dark it, Souls. it did fix a lot of the stuff, the problems I had with Dark Souls, but I still didn't like it overall. I still felt like it was a weaker game than Demon's Souls overall. I don't know. It just, it, I got bored of it after a while and I, I quit. You think it's just not having that fully um, <coughs> one-to-one environment layout where everything is interconnected and all that stuff? No, that's not necessarily it. Like, I, I like the fact that the bonfires, there was instant teleportation to all the bonfires. I like that. I like that it was all connected and you can see that. It was like, it was the perfect bridge between Demon Souls and Dark Souls for okay. the, in terms of the map, as far as I'm concerned. Uh-huh. I just didn't feel like it didn't have as much atmosphere as Demon Souls did. So it just didn't it grab my attention as well. It. it very much more yeah. generic. Yeah. I it's agree with like that. they were, they were trying much harder to just make it, uh, make as many bosses as possible like it was just overloaded with bosses and they weren't all that interesting a lot of them were rehashed from previous games and then there was just the ridiculous uh pvp aspects that were just forced on everyone whether they wanted to be a part of it or not like the mm. the bell tower area i hated that zone <laughs> i got invaded once in the bell tower area by someone that like hid as a jar and let me run around the damn environment for about 10 minutes, which is tiny, trying to figure out where this goof is that invaded because you can't leave. <laughs> and then suddenly this jar turned into a person and backstabbed and killed me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, Dark Souls 2 didn't have the atmosphere, but I thought the gameplay was a lot smoother. It did have a, like, I do, did like the, like the incremental improvements on the gameplay and stuff like that. It's just, I wish it had the atmosphere that Demon's Souls had. That's all. All right, I'm declaring Dark Souls 2 the winner because it's one we actually talked about. And it's better than Disgaea 3. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I've never played Disgaea 3. I've only played Dark Souls 1. <laughs> and I think Dark Souls is a better game, so yeah. Um, graphics and music. I don't think we have a lot of nominees here. Can I say Bastion again? No, you may not say Bastion. Damn it! I'm sorry. Why Even not? though I think that game has come out on a new system every year for the past seven That's years. So right. Yeah. And I had to review the PS4 one, <laughs> and it was still perfect. So the winner Why is Why did we Bastion. bother? <laughs> the winner is Bastion. Okay, Sam says Bastion. I mean, I could give you a real, I guess, answer, but I still... I would prefer a real answer, choice. but that's okay. Adrian says The Witcher 3, I bet. No, no. Oh. Oh, no. okay. All right. I think Glenn will say that, though. You can't say Persona 5. Yeah. I would. I think Wait, what are we not saying about Witcher 3? No. I'm answering a working. We're, we're, talk, we're which, talking about graphics right now, right? We're talking about graphics yeah. and or music. Just nominate something. Okay, well, yeah. the graphics. Well, are... them. I think Witcher 3 was the best. All right. I, mean, I think I played all the AAA releases from last year. And, uh, in my opinion, I thought Witcher 3 looked the best by right. far. And it's one of the few ones where I thought the, the music worked really well in the world. I've I've seen the ti- I've run the title um, screen for that game on my computer and it looked real nice. Well, I like folk music and I like kind of Celtic music and that was a lot of what Witcher Three did in certain areas. And I thought that the scene where Priscilla sings a song was 
a much better use of a random song in the middle of a game than anything Square Enix has ever done. Mm. So actually, just... you know what? Yeah, you're actually right. That that game had some really just beautiful songs in it. Yeah, and it had the forgettable atmospheric. It, you know, the music drops away sometimes, and it's more about the sound effects. I, I just I think it handled it all a little better and a little more. Well, let's put it this way: it, it it was pretty easy to be better than Witcher Two when The Witcher Two was nothing but like cawing crows and wolves howling and that was all the sound effects you got <laughs> and i liked it more than fallout 3 because fallout 3 i'm sorry fallout 4 had a bit more of a copy and paste feel to the environments it didn't look quite as realistic as witcher 3 did witcher 3 had more variety and was a more immersive world visually and i was disappointed that fallout 4 reused the same oldies songs that fallout 3 and new vegas did it kind of yeah there was a lot of rehash songs in there yeah, that's something i did notice as well which was just what i was hoping for more new i don't songs feel like too. yeah people tell me about you know wandering around the radio uh the wasteland just listening to the radio it's like it loops way too fast for me so i don't know who can do that well there were more songs in fallout 4 than there were in fallout 3 that's, yeah wow. because fallout 3 com- i mean fallout 4 combined the songs from 3 and new vegas and had a couple new ones yeah but the the jockey I still didn't felt it was to too short <laughs> The jockeys didn't seem to have much variety that I remembered from Fallout 3. Like, it sounded like Three Dog didn't repeat himself quite as much as the the guy in Fallout 4 did. And there might be a plot reason for why, that maybe he had to record everything twice. Well, he basically did, yeah. Yeah, it didn't sound like there was as much variety to it, so I didn't listen to the radio much in 4. You had to listen? Oh, I don't the, know why that is. I need to ask you. Have, <laughs> the classical station seemed to only have a few songs to it, too. Even that looped pretty quick. Ooh. Yeah, my my vote for graphics would be Yokai Watch because uh, I just loved the level of detail in in the visuals in that game. Um, I I didn't really care for the game itself, but the visuals were fantastic. That seems to be a staple with level five, though. Yes, you know, it does. They know how to make absolutely gorgeous looking games um, with bizarre mechanics that either work really well or are really dumb. And since Yokai Watch borrowed Nino Kuni's crappy craptacular capturing system, yep. Yeah, it wasn't it's a great like, game, but oh my god, you, you, the visuals. You didn't, you didn't learn your lesson, did you, Level 5, that that system didn't work the first time? And you brought it into a game where, you know, kids are playing it. Why would you bring it back? My favorite my favorite uh, moment of Yokai Watch for the visuals was uh, the moment when it starts raining in the city and the, the main character puts on his little raincoat. It's yep, just the, the cutest, coat. The cutest so, goddamn thing. Sam, as you criticize Yokai Watch, you realize, like, it's the juggernaut which actually competes with Pokemon in Japan, right? I realize that. <laughs> okay. I think I think it competes in Japan on the uh the cartoon war- level. Yeah, it's the cartoon that is Because the cartoon is absolutely well, everyone buys the damn discs or whatever. Which I don't even know what you do with <laughs> the, the cartoon is just adorable though. Mm-hmm. Like it's really cute and I can totally see why kids love it. But the gameplay in Yokai Watch, I mean I had a lot of issues with it since I reviewed yeah. it for the Pokemon's site. Pokemon's gameplay blows Yokai Watch I, out of the water. I'll well, be honest. It. It's like they need to have like a Pokemon style catching system to make that game better because the ratio of you actually catching a demon in Yokai Watch is really small. It's and pretty if I was random. a little kid if I was a little kid, I'd be pissed off because I'd be like throwing all my items at these damn ghosts and Maybe not getting anything. Maybe you were more anything. patient when you were a little kid. No, I really wasn't. <laughs> well, consider I, I played Pokemon when I was a little kid, and I I probably would have gotten frustrated by Yokai Watch when I was a little kid too. Especially comparing it to Pokemon, where with Pokemon, 
you throw a ball at a Pokemon, and if you've damaged it successfully, it's very clear how you catch your Pokemon, right? It's never clear how you catch Yokai in Yokai Watch. It's clear. You just have a really horrible chance of it working most of the time. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 so dumb. There's 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 it's a very obfuscated mechanic, whereas Pokemon is very very clear about it. And that wraps up why the graphics are good in Yokai Watch. Yes. Totally. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. yeah I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. I think every single level five game would make a better anime than a video game. And they that should just be true. Yes, I think that is very true. I'm trying to think of anything that is an exception to that. Well, maybe Dragon, um, Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest, maybe. No, I, I, but the story is what appealed to me about Dragon Quest. It wasn't the gameplay. Um, I it's just that was the most tolerable game. The story of every <laughs> Dragon Quest is there's some big demon and then you go oh, kill it. Eventually. Oh, who cares about that? Yeah. I'm, I mean, watching the characters deal with that and go through the motions is what's interesting. I can give you an exception of a game that was actually good by level five and it wasn't like written by Akihiro Hino and that's probably why. Okay. Jean d'Arc. Oh, Jean d'Arc. Okay. Jean d'Arc was, was actually fantastic. That was level, you're right, that was, that was a level five. five game, and it okay. wasn't written by that hack, Akihiro Hino. So I should go play I, that. I would actually put Inazuma 11 on that as well. There, yeah, but there that's was made problems. of drugs. Inazuma <laughs> 11 is a good anime. It, yes, it's but it's also anime. a good game. It's also a good game. That's my point. Like It uh, works on both levels. All right. I had a hard time with Inazuma 11. Uh, all I'm saying is uh, it, Nintendo hasn't been quick to rush out two or three. Uh, it doesn't well, seem like people appreciated it that, that much. It, it, it didn't take off here, I don't think. <laughs> um, one one level five game that shouldn't be either, of course, is White Knight Story. Um, it should just be deleted. Or White from Knight Chronicles. Yeah, it should be deleted from existence for being so, too yeah, mediocre. Did you, do you have a suggestion for best music for the other half of the second award? No, it's it's music uh, or or graphics, whatever anyone wanted. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever people felt strong about. Nobody seemed to care about music. There was good Actually, music you know what? I could throw a real straight. answer down. Or The Witcher 3 wins because it has both. No! Done dark! <laughs> that didn't come out this year. The Witcher 3? No, John Dark didn't come out this year. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Sam, actually, what's your other nomination? Actually, I really liked um, Dragon Quest Heroes. That one was actually gorgeous to look at. That, yeah, I just like listening to that game from the other room. Like the music is gorgeous. The, the game is gorgeous looking. The sound design is great. I I took so many screen caps while I was playing it, especially anytime I encountered a king slime because I was just oh. like, "You're the cutest thing ever." Oh, this is. And I don't want to have to destroy you. I I don't know that you'll be able to get Adrian and Glenn to let a Muso game win. No, they won't. So it's okay. Like okay. I understand that I'm alone on Dragon Quest uh, Heroes. I haven't played it yet. It sounded kind of not fun. It's awesome. I, I think it's the name awesome. is the best thing about it. The world trees no, woe no. and the blight below. And there's a new one coming. That's the one thing I, I will always give credit to for Dragon, uh, or the new, newer Dragon Quest games. Their subtitles are brilliant. They have great titles, but I just cannot get into the games. Like, this is the most atypical of Dragon Quest games. That alone made it great. Is it really an RPG, though? Yeah, um, oh, we yes, did cover actually. it. So yeah, yeah, I guess. All right, as long as we covered and it. Actually, yeah. And actually, it has enough mechanics that I would say it is. Okay. What about Heaven's Ward? Did you play that, Chris? I did not play Heaven's, Heaven's Ward. Heaven's Ward had beautiful music. Heaven's Ward's soundtrack and, was great. And graphics. They, and graphics, too, yeah. It kind of makes the earlier regions look kind of bland now because they put Very a lot true. more attention to detail into the ones they've added since then. Ooh. 
Okay, yes. so what do you guys what do you what do you think wins for you two between The Witcher Three and Heaven's Word as far as I a combo? honestly didn't I didn't play Witcher Three, so I can't uh, cannot comment on that at all. No, I really love Witcher, Heaven's Word though. My picture my pick is still Witcher Three and the Heaven's Word kind of second. I'd, I'd like to throw uh, both. <laughs> Trails in the Sky, second chapter, and Trails of Cold Steel in there for music because both of those have great soundtracks as well. Okay. <laughs> I like Chris's answer. The Witch's Hero. The Witcher Heroes is our is our winner for this category. Trails so. of Things. <laughs> you only so, played ugly games this year, Chris? No, I, Sam convinced me. DQ Heroes all the way. I'm totally into that. DQ Heroes, what, what? Um... Because, like, legitimately, that was my favorite part of that game was just listening to it. And so I think they did a real good job there. <laughs> this, this is a horrible sales pitch for a game. I, 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 I just don't have time to play it is my problem. Which, of course, doesn't explain why I'm playing Digimon, but we'll get to that another time. All right. Next up, the Bravely Default Award. This, of course, goes to the game that was less than the sum of its parts and how it was held back. Poor Bravely Default. Did I play it? Oh. Hmm. I, I think my answer for this is going to be very controversial. All right. Oh, Hit okay. us with it. Okay. My vote for this particular award is Trails in the Sky second chapter. And, and this is why. Everything about the game is excellent. Like, the story is fantastic. Um, it, it's just a really great game overall. But it uses so much... so Reuses so many assets from first chapter. It's ridiculous. Like, there's almost nothing, actual no new areas or anything like that to explore. It's all from first chapter. The only thing that's really new is the story. And, and that's why I'm going to say it's less than some of the parts. Because even though those, those parts are great, we've seen them all before. Okay. So, it, hmm, because the parts are reused. It actually right. fits the award. It does. It does. All right. I don't have a good nominee for this. I have one. Go for it. Yokai Watch. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was thinking on that one too. I'll pick something else. Um, I mean, I mentioned Explain. a big chunk of my problems in the previous category with the capturing system. But well, what you explained earlier is all the parts that are a problem. To, is what I heard. Yokai Watch is one of those games where, like, I love it in concept. And I had, you know, and, and Glenn, you can back me up because I actually had a really hard time writing the review. Um, I love the presentation. I thought the story was adorable. Like, it plays like a Saturday morning cartoon. Um, like, each little chapter just feels contained enough that, you know, you go on to the next separate story. Um, and it's fantastically done. On top of, like, the localization is absolutely fantastic. But then you actually do the battle system part and like the capturing system is nonsense. Um, this might be a weird sort of issue, but I suffer from arthritis. So mm -hmm. stylus based games are always a little tricky for me mm. in that I can't necessarily keep up with like the speed, for an example, that Yokai Watch wants me to work at sometimes. Oh, um, it was definitely twirling. a game. I, yeah. And sometimes for me, it was just hard to play it for long periods of time and i know that was more me than it was anybody else but that battle system like you don't get enough variety in like the stupid little mini games you have to play and i just i didn't like the mini games to begin with so that's also probably my other issue it's like oh i get to draw a picture oh i could trace this picture 
I it was one of like those games that had time. a really great vibe at the start and seemed really promising, and I swear the capture rates were higher for the lower ranked. I, yeah, yes, I, I, I agree with reach. that. So I was so excited when I first. started playing it. But then it's like the world opens up. You just spend all this time running around. The side quests were all fetch quests yeah. and easy. And they're yeah. they're all hard. To, yeah, they're all hard to figure out where you're supposed to go to because there's no labels on the map. There's no legend or anything like that. And that so map kind is of guess. that map is on par with Shimagami Tensei Four for being one of the worst. <laughs> oh no, it's not quite that bad. I never got lost in Yokai Watch. I got no, but I got confused. Also, it's not that way. I got lost. It's that I couldn't figure out where I needed to go. Like, well, they would just say things. You like, can see where you were to... on the map, but you couldn't see where the place that you needed to go was unless you yeah, and, memorized everything. Like they would well, say, go just... to the back alley, and you're like. I don't know where the, the back hell alley. the back alley yeah. is. That sounds pretty vague. So you just run up every damn yeah. street until you happen to find something that's called the back alley. I like, remember spending half an hour trying to get one of the like watch upgrades because I couldn't figure out where the location was I was supposed to go. I'm sure it was one of the first ones, too, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was one of the first ones. Unless like it was a main story plot point, absolutely. You couldn't find shit most of the time. And it drove me crazy. Like Unless it was pinned on the map because it was the main story quest... You would basically spend like hours just getting lost because you're just like, um, so to where's the, the sewer entrance I need to go into? I don't yeah, know. Some of those fights, they weren't just an issue, uh, an issue for you because you're a cripple. They were just generally not that fun when <laughs> I love sweetheart. When bosses spam the attacks that, uh, I don't remember the right word for it, but like they put the negative status ailments and you kind of have to just, take them uh, around. Inspirited, yeah. Crappy. Yeah. It just, it wasn't that fun where you, you spent all fight just rotating messed up like uh yokai them. to the back and then play a not fun mini game for five seconds and then rotate them back in and then oh no they've disinspirited five more of them so you I mean, just that, have to do that all fight the mini game is why i'm not playing that game just because i think it'll hurt my arms too much well that and like the the final boss is actually like one of the most poorly paced for that issue because he basically does nothing but inspirit the party <laughs> yeah You're basically just like Okay, I'm doing exactly as Glenn says, you know, you switch them in and out, in and out, in and out. Like, that just, it wreaks havoc on your wrist. Like, I lost, I think I beat him on my third try. And you lost and a used, wrist? No, but, oh. no, my wrist was pretty bad, actually, okay. though, by the end of it. Like, every time I did that boss fight, it took me about an hour each time I tackled it. And I had to put, like, the 3DS away afterwards, because I was mm. just like, this actually hurt. <laughs> That's just because stinks. it was a lot of rotating... What does that remind me of? I can't even wear my brace when I play my th my 3DS for very long because it's just awkward. Mm -hmm. And because it's my right, and I wear my brace on my right, using the stylus with a fat brace. It was also one of those stylus games that is not super left-handed friendly, so I had issues with that too. I can understand that, you because that's what you were talking to me about when I was yeah. working on the review. Yeah. I thought that was all of the stylus's games. There are some that are I'm, I'm left-handed. I've had had a, a lot of troubles with stylus games. There's been a few that have been stylus-based that I thought have been great, like the uh, the Pokemon Ranger series, for example. I liked Summon Night Twin Age. That one was actually yeah. That was that was a lot of that fun. Too. That, that played like Diablo though. It was like a point-and-click third-person looter on on the DS. And I'm amazed that that hasn't been made more often because it worked so freaking well. So yeah, there's my pick. Yokai Watch. Yokai Watch. That I would just good... say that's my pick too. I okay. Don't need to add on. Yokai Watch is a very good choice. I will agree there. 
It's actually a good game as much Winter as we're dumping default. on it. It's it's a pretty decent game. It's just not, you know, it could have been better. Yokai Watch <laughs> wins. Congratulations. It is the epitome of this award. Congratulations, Yokai Watch. You suck. <laughs> Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns Award. This is the worst follow-up to an RPG <laughs> that came uh... out this year. Glenn would like to personally protest so, this title and say it should be the Final Fantasy Thirteen Two award, yeah. and no, that nobody should have been dumb 13. enough to buy. It's the Final Fantasy Thirteen award. Oh, okay. Stop. Just it's stop. Not the the two and the three. It's the Final Fantasy Thirteen. Just stop already. Award. Yeah. So, uh, no, my thought for this was I thought this year had a lot of disappointing sequels, but I, I think the worst isn't Fallout Four. I thought the worst was uh, Hong Kong was really the most disappointing. Oh, really? Yeah, because I can't. As much as Fallout that 4 Shadow did Run Hong Kong, me, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. As much as Fallout Four did disappoint me, it was still very similar to Three, and I have trouble articulating why Four disappointed me very much. But Hong Kong, I know exactly what the problems were. It oh, kinda, this may, this bums me out. I still haven't gotten around to playing Hong Kong. It's well, not as good as I'll the other ones. The ending was, and then you won't oh, have to worry about it. Anymore. No, I can't start. No, uh, <laughs> so the story was one of the issues I had with it. It has a really interesting start, and the story just kind of drops off. Their for the stories the have been so good in the other games. It's it starts interesting. There's kind of like a dark, kind of possessed part of the city that's also a slum, and there's kind mm-hmm. of a in typical Shadowrun. There's kind of is a corporation behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, is it? The, the magic that's behind it, you know, who's causing it. So it's a bit of a whodunit, and it just kind of sets that beginning up and then vanishes. And then, in, you know, the last stage or two, suddenly it picks that back up again, and you solve the problem. So the story just kind of vanishes for maybe, I would say, the middle three-fourths of the game, as Aww. opposed to Dragonfall, where, like, every episode added some intrigue, and it built up that way. And uh, there's a whole lot of writing in it. It's it's more of a book than a game at times, uh-huh. which wouldn't necessarily be bad. And it's interesting, but it just has nothing to do with the story. So you're reading uh-huh. all this background, interesting background. So it's not handled as part of the the campaign or part of talking to your companions or Yeah, I didn't think so. Well, talking to the companions doesn't add to the rest of the game. It's okay. a lot of insulated. Like, talking to a companion almost reads like its own little short story. Okay. So... I was disappointed relative to Dragonfall because Dragonfall did a much better job integrating everything together. Whereas yeah. Hong Kong, it was like this companion short story and that companion short story and nothing integrates and they don't really build into the campaign very well. It didn't seem to matter as much who you brought onto missions, which was a bigger deal in Dragonfall. And then although they fixed the battle system, I like the battle system a lot. I really don't have much to say about that. But everything else where you're taking that battle system and planting it into a new into Hong Kong in a new setting. And even the music was disappointing to me. It sounded like a lot of it was kind of really lame, crappy, generic, Asian-y music. It was like, it was oriental music. It just kind of got there for a while. That's no good. Yeah, so it just, as a whole, I finished it and I liked what it wanted to do, but it was a huge step down from Dragonfall. And we didn't get many awards this year, whereas Dragonfall, I think, was our game of the year two years ago. Yep. What a bummer. So that's, that's my piece on the worst follow-up. Oh, you have totally just taken me down. This is heartbroken. I am like... heartbroken. That was <laughs> such a good series of games. It felt like a, it was like playing through a, a, a really good pen and paper tabletop game, but by yourself on the computer. And it was like, oh. yeah, it just didn't, it wasn't as cohesive for me. Well, apparently just play the first two, Sam. Don't bother with this one. 
Well, that's just it. I started. They're Returns, not that long, and I loved it. Yeah. And I just need to go back to it. You gotta remember, I live with anti Shadowrun in my house. Why is he anti Shadowrun? Scott's been anti Shadowrun for many a years. It's too mainstream. Is he a dragon? All right. No, no, <laughs> just it's not a rant worth looking into or discussing. Yeah, has he posted it on the site it. somewhere? Years ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> um, uh. So I play it when he's not around. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I can enjoy it. it. Mind you, you know what? To be fair, he actually bought me uh, Dragonfall when it was Aww. on sale for like two bucks. He's like, yeah. I still hate you for playing this. <laughs> I picked it up on the same sale too. I should give that a shot at some point. Oh, you so totally should. Good things. Yeah. This is marriage, people. Uh, all right. Um, does anyone else have a have a nomination? Uh. I, I didn't actually play any RPGs that were follow-ups, but I'm going to give an award to uh, um, Saints Row Get Out of Hell because, oh my god, that was such a giant pile of crap. It was very disappointing, I agree. I, I was a little sad because it's like... Had so much Johnny, potential. But giving you know Johnny what? a game would have been amazing, and then they gave us that, and I was like, I'm a little, I'm a little sad here, especially that final boss fight. That sucked. Honestly, the best part of the game was the musical. musical trailer. Yeah, the musical. And it was one song that was completely shown in the trailer, and the rest of the game was just freaking garbage. Like, mm. everything that was awesome about Saints Row 3 and 4 was missing. Mm. I still hope that Saints Row 5 is, you know, time-tripping, because I, I want it's Jane Austen as my homie. It's the only place they can go with it. I mean, where the hell do they go off after Jane Space Austin Aliens, right? Jane Austen because Maybe, maybe they just start a, a new thing. No. Okay. They no. Earth is oh, gone. They blew it up. Saints Row Primal Instinct. Wait, they, they blew up the Earth? They blew up the Earth? Yeah, the aliens blew up the Earth, yeah. In I, four? I mean, I, gone. I, oh. <laughs> I did hear a rumor, and I don't, I'm, I'm sure it might not be true, but they're actually thinking of remaking the first game because it was so bad. Well, I was thinking, like, maybe <laughs> those people make a new property that isn't Saints Row. Is that crazy? No, that's never going to happen. Okay, all right. <laughs> Never. That's lies. not how video games work, Chris. Are you thinking totally different? <laughs> no. Are you thinking like spiritual successor that's the exact same game? I was think games? let them come up with something new well, that's at interesting. Of, at, at the end of Get Out of Hell, Whatever they kind of do go, one of the endings lets you go start a new planet, basically like colonize a new planet. Oh, great. So maybe yep. that's where they'll go. I don't know. But oh, boy. There Chris, really isn't anywhere else they can go from here. Yeah. Chris, if Ubisoft, Ubisoft can't stop with Assassin's Creed, which is lame... Then didn't they decide that they're going to go do every other year? Didn't they say they were going to go every other year on Assassin's Creed now? Yeah, they still lied because Russia came out this year. <laughs> so That was something else, though, wasn't it? When's the last no. year the only one Assassin's Creed game came out? Exactly. Don't they have been making two or three a year for a so while? So they have cut it in half. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? Volition can keep making you know Saints Row, and at least I'll still play those. Well, they don't make them very often. That's the thing. Like, the Saints Row games don't come out very often. They only come out every two to three years, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on whether or not their parent company is going bankrupt and folding. I'm Does Chris you, have an be, answer? I have an answer. Be, it's going to be Saints Row Primal Instinct that comes out next year. Oh, <laughs> Chris. I'm, I'm saying it now. Fallout 4 is my worst follow-up to an RPG. Boo. Yeah, well, you can hate me all you want, but... I can't. I it's really a solid pick. I spent I spent last year playing through all of Fallout One and most of Two, and then went to Four. And compared to that crap, or compared to those games, like mm -mm, Four just doesn't do it for me. The problem is I don't have Three and New Vegas experience, 
So I'm not really comparing the game in a fair way. So you're saying Fallout 4 <laughs> is the worst follow-up to Fallout 2. Really? Ah, to the Fallout Legacy. Let's go with that. You know what? I don't disagree with it's your It's not fair. Chris. It's not fair, and I recognize that. No, but I admit I have not gone back to Fallout 4 in almost a month and a half. I, I probably will. I'm just finding that the formula in four is just too samey and i was kind of hoping i think for a little bit more outside of my single female lawyer mm-hmm. like, oh i think we'll I get into the, i think we'll get into fallout 4 more later in another category and it for will what um, it's, yeah for what it's worth i did give her a very 1950s name oh yeah i was What's her, her name, name is Rhonda. Rhonda. is it in all caps <laughs> yes actually <laughs> glenn you know me so well it's just the Rhonda in caps, or is it all Rhonda? Rhonda. Does she have like a beehive hairdo? Yes, actually. Like I that? Am I spelling it right? With an H, because you know. Oh. Where does the H go? Did you put all of her points in unarmed, and you're running around punching people like an MMA fighter? I don't know where the H goes in that name. Actually, yes. After the R, before the O. Okay. <laughs> that you guys appreciate Rhonda as much as I do. You know, a Doesn't lot of people... like a lawyer name. I have to say that. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like, like a hairdresser name. Like an angry black hairdresser name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear God. Okay. If I showed you my character, then you would probably understand. Alright, so what wins as our worst follow-up to an I RPG? I pick one, you butts! Well, you picked Rhonda! <laughs> she is awesome, but she's not the worst follow-up to an RPG. Well, then say something. It is. <laughs> Mine is actually Atelier Shally. Oh, Atelier Shally. Um, so I was a horrid fangirl for Eska and Lodgy. So much so that Glenn's like, you're an idiot. I remember this conversation. He's like, no, no. Eska and Lodgy is not as good. But go ahead. Anna <laughs> is playing Eska and Lodgy right now. Anna, is Eska and Lodgy as good as the other games? Wait, this, the, the nomination is for Shally, not Eska and Lodgy. Well, I know, thing, but I she's playing I... it right now, so I'm trying to bring her in. She doesn't know the answer, so go ahead, Sam. I, I... Oh, I look back at my... Uh... <laughs> My uh, my Eskin Lodgy review, and I scored it higher than Shally. Okay. And I was kind of looking at it, and I'm like, well, what was it about Eska and Lodgy that I loved about it? The drugs versus... you were on at the time. Right? <laughs> no, well, that, that's just it. I think that's kind of what I'm getting at is there's a part of me that's like, Shally was missing something for me that Eska and Lodgy clearly had. And now in my replay of Eska and Lodgy that I just reviewed for the site, I might have been on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> But so Shally just I, missing dead parents and dead sisters? Clearly. I don't know. But that's one of the things you like about the Atelier games. His dead parents and dead sisters? Yeah. Uh, he knows this, too. The okay. sad part. It's true. Okay. Glenn well, knows me well while we're doing it. You know what? No. My real choice is Batman Arkham Knight. No, that's not I an RPG. The- Batman Arkham Knight is not an RPG. Well, while you we're on what? the to- topic of Eska and Logie, I want to interrupt here and ask... All the listeners here, do I sound like Loggy? Because Sam here insists that I sound like Loggy, and I want I want to know. Anna, does Adrian sound like Loggy? 
Uh, Anna says yes. That is really disturbing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's actually, yeah, yeah. I've heard him. You do kind of sound like him. Yeah. It's like somebody went and put Adrian in a game that he didn't know he was voice acting in. <laughs> well, I, I think sounded that much I, like you, but I think your voice sounds a lot like a generic, excitable anime boy. I don't know. I think I think Logie <laughs> does a better Adrian than Adrian does. So. Oh man, I need, <laughs> more man, got some work to do. Uh, I'll bet you, bet you this is just because I've been drinking absinthe lately. I probably black out, and and do voice work on the side while I'm blacked out. That's probably what's going on. Oh okay, got it. So winner. <laughs> what is the winner? Adrian's voice Rhonda. doppelganger. <laughs> Rhonda. My generic anime voice. I don't know how to pick a winner out of these four completely different things. <laughs> How could Fallout 4 be the winner? Because that's my number two pick. It's your number two pick? <laughs> yeah. But it's not Adrian's number two pick. He didn't pick anything. He didn't pick an RPG. He, he picked lost. Saints. Oh, that's true. He's, He's out by default. Yeah. yeah. You picked Shadowrun followed by Fallout. Sam, are you disappointed by Fallout? Yes. Well, we'll get to that later. Yeah, this is, Rhonda this is, is Fallout. Worst fall Rhonda this? is Fallout. You're right. Yes. I gotta Rhonda find is Fallout. <laughs> I got to find Rhonda now. All right. Fallout 4, Rhonda wins the category good job all right so developer with the best or worst use of their gp aka their budget so who do you think uh manage their money well or poorly well i'm gonna throw out here for um the worst use i'm gonna throw out yokai watch uh, at level five in yokai watch because they threw so much money at their marketing for this game and i just have this horrible feeling that it failed miserably yeah i've got you anna <laughs> anna's shouting over here image epic image epic I'm in a i don't know what you're talking about but okay stella glow stella glow yeah all right all right hold on people can't hear you so hold on so their ceo disappeared and they went on a business because of stella glow no stella glow is just their last oh that's just their last game okay so she's not suggesting a game. She's suggesting a company. So Image Epic, not, not so good because they ran out of money. Their CEO had to disappear, maybe to avoid the Yakuza? I don't know. Um, I'm going to say the worst, right. the worst use of money is the opposite of... Years ago, I used to think that Atelier Games did a lot on the small budget, but they've gotten technically worse. Like, Shally was one of the glitchier... It was the glitchiest Atelier yeah, game I played since Verona. And I think that... For this being what the fifth or sixth iteration now on the PS3, the graphics was... haven't gotten that much better. It, they still, it's a lot of right angles. It's a lot of who made these three dimensional objects. It looks like something a kindergartner learning how to draw in 3D did. And it's just, it doesn't look technically impressive. And I used to think they no. did a really good job with the money. And for best use of money, I think the game that made the most money was Fallout 4. So you have to say they used their money well, that it. Except that like hotcakes and it looks so ugly. I think Fallout 4 is a good example of a bad use of money unless you're a business. <laughs> so you're right. <laughs> From a practical point of view, right. as far as getting sales, they did wonderful. As far as putting out a product that's if an improvement in any way, it. shape, or form, no, they did a terrible job. This game is the buggiest piece of crap since their last one. But that's a that's a they made that's more a non statement than any other RPG last year. <laughs> yes. How dare they use their money in that way? And now they're selling their <laughs> DLC for like 60 bucks. I know. <laughs> I thought yeah, it was 30. I saw that on our site. And oh my God, I can't believe that. That's ridiculous. What? The yeah, they, they're increasing the price of the season's pass. But what if you already have it? 
If you already have it, then you don't have to pay more. Are you but. telling me I effectively kickstarted the Fallout 4 season pass? Good That's job. great. Yeah, kind of. It's still going to be the same price until March 1st. So if you do want the season pass and you want, don't want to pay an exorbitant amount of money for it, then buy it now. Oh, you what do I get? Basically, what do I they're get? strong-arming people into buying it now. That's what they're doing, basically. All right, so we've got an evil mecha. We've got Dr. Wily in one expansion. Uh, let's see, we got something focused on player settlements. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be great. I'll and be all over that. Uh, a new land expansion, which will have yeah, a bunch of crap. Yeah, the last one to be the huge one. But that doesn't add up to 60 bucks. Well, there, apparently there's going to be more after that. Okay, like, I'm like, that's I'm, not gonna be it. I'm doing the math here, like, well, uh, I guess you should buy them individual. <laughs> all right. Yeah, apparently they're adding more. I think that's that, that's what they say is the reason why they're increasing the cost of the season pass is because they're doing more DLC than they initially planned on doing. I Probably because the game has been... Of millions of dollars after. they made. Wasn't Can I pay to... for it with lunchboxes from Fallout Shelter? I mean, this is... Yeah. Do you not play Fallout Shelter? I love Fallout Shelter. It was good. It's. I've never spent a cent on it, but I, I enjoy I it. I cannot say the same. <laughs> Wow. Did you really spend money on it? I sure did. Oh, dear. Not a ton, but enough because I liked the game and wanted to see what I could get. And it turns out that you break the game by buying a bunch of lunchboxes because you, there's no more challenge. Nope. <sighs> Not to mention that I hadn't figured it. So I actually, I felt I broke Fallout Shelter by playing with the system clock. Um, you can just kind of level all your people's stats up real fat, real fast. Um, well, I anyway. have no idea what you're talking about. Fallout Shelter, the so it's an iOS Android mobile, app that they... It's a mobile game. The one they... So uh, oh, just I thought this podcast was about real games. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Not how you broke your system clock so that you could break your crappy mobile game. <laughs> hmm. I don't have an answer for this one. But you said uh, I mean, Shally looked like well, crap, right? I No, I agree with you about it being definitely right. one of the glitchier iterations just because oh my goodness like you go from totary which was really really gorgeous for its time and it didn't have the same level of glitches or anything like that and you go to shally and you're just kind of like have you not learned your lesson yet no no just no. checking so i guess i agree with glenn we'll say that Either that or actually we could say Dragon Fin Soup because that game is completely broken and they have no intent of fixing it. Yeah, but spend any money on that it. though, right? Yeah. Actually, they probably got a crap ton of money from when it was free from PlayStation Plus. So that would be a best use then. They put no money. Yeah, no, well, exactly. <laughs> no, I, guys, are, remember the way that stuff works, the way that stuff can work is they get that money well in advance of the game being done. Yeah. So it's not like they put it on PS Plus, got a bunch of money, and then they should have been able to make it better. No, they they already spent that money, <laughs> most likely. Dragon Soup was a delightful train wreck that I got maybe an hour into, and it glitched on me twice, hard-locking both my save files. So, screw you. So Sam nominates <laughs> Dragon's Fin Soup. For worst use of PS Plus money. Got it. Perfect. All right. What else? Oh, I love this category. Wait, Did we well, pick a winner? We got to pick a winner. Sorry. We got to pick a winner. Who's our winner? Um, I like Anna's answer. 
You like Image Epic CP CEO? Because <laughs> he probably did get like chased by the Yakuza or something. You just like yeah. Yakuza. If he actually literally disappeared, then yeah, he probably he did literally chased. disappear. Yes. That's the thing. He's nobody probably knows dead then. Yeah, there is a good chance uh, of that. Yes. We're sorry, Image Epoch. So yeah. he used his yeah. money poorly because he got killed. No, well, we think that right. the the I think you got the cause and effect wrong. I think he exactly. used his money poorly and then he was killed because of it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And not really his money so much as the company's money. Yeah. Uh, it's a theory. We don't allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. All right. We're just blaming Anna. She's the one. We're blaming that. Anna, yes. yeah. All right, next is the Square Enix Award, which, of course, is the best HD re-remaster or re-release of some form of uh, 2015. Can Bastion win here? D did it actually yeah. come out again on a platform? Because, yes. Yeah, it, came yeah. yeah it came out on a new platform with no improvements. <laughs> I, I wrote your name down as Bastion. <laughs> and it's still perfect in every way. Right. Bastion PS4 is nominated by Sam. I vote for Neptunia just because there were so bloody many of them. All nine of them, like, right? Yeah, even? like there's all so nine. many. Not not all of them were remasters, just re the three Rebirth games. But oh my god, there were so many. And I have to say, you know what? It doesn't matter. I didn't actually play Rebirth one, but it had to have been better than the original version. There's, it's impossible for it to have not have you been better than the original Rebirth version. Okay, so first no, of all, no, if it's I remember, on your feet, uh, dummy. I didn't play. I like started it, but I didn't finish That's it. That's what I mean. You now, started hold it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Now the the Rebirth. I'm sorry. Neptunia had really good writing, apparently, the first one, right? Did they maintain... The first one was funny. No, the writing went downhill because, uh, oh. unfortunate, unfortunately, Idea Factory International is not as good a localizer as Nis America was. But it's all the same people. Like I'm not sure it was the same people who worked on it, but uh, it's noticeably <laughs> less uh, I'm pretty less sure, good. like... Half of Idea same Factory International really staff matter. is the same people. Yeah. All right. But that doesn't well, in, really in any case, yeah, it's, it's not a solid localization. Right. Uh, they could have had three saying. months for one game and three days for the other game, and that's why there's a drop in quality. Same yeah. people. It's just it's just not as it's not as funny. It's not the the dialogue isn't as sharp. It, it it's a noticeable uh, noticeably less impressive. But the gameplay is way 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 better. And that's not really saying much because honestly, I didn't like Rebirth One. I still thought it was garbage mainly because it was based off of Victory, which was also garbage. But it's still a thousand times better than Hyperdimension Neptunia's original version. I mean, it's kind of crazy because Rebirth 2 came out on both Vita and PC last year, and so did Rebirth 3. Like, I'm amazed how fast they cranked those Oh, yeah, they just, they just knocked them all out. It was crazy, which like, is probably why they're not as... Like so if I wanted to play that yeah. series, would I be better off tracking down the original first I three? would say play Rebirth 1 on either PC or Vita, yeah. then play the original version of Mark II and the original version of Victory. Okay, because the first one's gameplay is just that bad, huh? It's just that bad. It, I, it, I, doesn't, it literally does not work. It, like, oh. like, it, it, on a mathematical level, it doesn't work. Like Their code <laughs> is broken. It's ridiculous. Okay. Like the, they, ha they have this item healing system or something like that, and they're, it's set to automatically trigger when your health reaches a certain threshold, but because of the way they designed it, certain uh, certain skills will never trigger. It's impossible for to get them to trigger because it's because of the way the math works. It's that stupid. Well, that's it's precious. Does, that doesn't sound very fun. It's not. It really isn't. That's why we gave it worst game of the year when it came out. Good job, Neptunia. 
What are we awarding now? Uh, let's see. Oh, the Square Enix. Yeah, the best HD remaster. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, real strong argument there from Neptunia. Hey, hey, my, my, my point is that compared to the original, it's a thousand times better. Therefore, it is the best re right. remaster. So you're not saying that they mastered it and then remastered it. You're saying they birthed it and then rebirthed it. And this birth is a master. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Comparatively speaking, yes. Ew. Oh, I feel dirty. Brad? That's I'm what they're gross. going for. Gross. Okay. I have nothing I, to contribute this is what to this I get for being the only girl. It is. It is what you yep. get. The only remake I played from last year is not something I want to nominate for this award. So I'm nothing. I don't have uh, a fresh remake that I played that I can think of. Fashion it is! Alright, I'm good with that. Again. <laughs> I'm sure Bastion's won before. It'll win again. It won day every year, year. Every time it comes out, it's just going to win this category. So it's, it's, That's what Scott says whenever he can't pick an answer and he leaves Mac actually in our Game of the Year sheets once in a while. It's like, can it be just be Bastion again? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, stop that. It really is impressive how unequivocally, unequivocally everybody loved that game. I mean, it just shows how good that game really was. Like it's I have never, met, I've never talked topics. to anybody who hated that game. I've never talked to anyone who didn't like that game. We I've never talked to any ever. real gamers that didn't like Xenoblade, and Xenoblade had a remaster last year. Oh. I never got <laughs> to Xenoblade. Oh, that's right. Xenoblade, Xenoblade on the well 3DS came out, huh? Yeah. Well, it wasn't HD, so that's how we justify ourselves here. Because <laughs> it was 3DS, it was more of a D-make. You know? Is it D-Master? D-Master, yep. It's actually a good... Uh, they did a great job of porting that game, actually. I have it. I I put a number of hours into it, but um, you did better than I did, Chris. I can, I'm going to nominate it. I'm gonna it's like Dragon it. Quest Heroes. You just let the title screen run in the background and listen to the music. That was your experience of Xenoblade. No, first of all, with Dragon Quest Heroes, my wife would play it, and I would listen to her play it. Here, um, no, actually, I a lot of times I would turn the music down on Xenoblade. Ooh. I know. Wrong answer, right? But. I just got tired of really feeling it. You know, it's only so many times you can hear that. Yeah. All right. The winner's Bastion still. Best use of a Scooby-Doo plotline in an RPG. Do we have any nominees? Well, there was that game that actually had the Scooby-Doo van in it. Which which game is that? Game, yeah, I'm curious now, too. Um, Alex played it. It was called Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters. There was actually a mystery machine in it. Like, if he listens to this podcast, he'll probably post the screenshot again. It's actually in his review, too. All right, we'll say Alex nominated that. <laughs> he would be, he'd be heartbroken if we didn't mention yeah, it. It has a mystery machine in it, so that's good. It has a real mystery machine in it. All right. I feel like that alone... It's an actual it van, like, from the show? It's an actual van. Let me find the picture. That's great. No, you don't have to find the picture. That's fine. It's awesome. Do you have a nomination? I have to think about my real Is it Fallout 4? Fallout 4 is my nomination. <laughs> All right, I'm it, nominating Fallout 4 as Scooby-Doo plotline because it is totally a Scooby-Doo plotline. I like that we like, it, even, it even has the Scooby-Doo ending reveal with uh, <laughs> who the bad pull who a the mask off is. someone? Basically, yeah. Oh, my you, gosh. You, 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 <laughs> you're, you spent the entire game. Uh, can we do spoilers? Spoilers okay? 
Um, yes. We have spoilers. To, yeah, yes. spoilers are fine, but we have to warn people. Hey, guys, spoilers spoiler. for Fallout also, 4, spoiler, all right? Fallout 4's story sucked, so you're not going to okay. miss much. So you, right. so you go along the entire game looking for your son, right? And uh-huh. then you, you get to the best villain. It's like, oh, my God, the best villain was your son all along. Uh, I figured that out five minutes into the game. Well, I thought they, I thought they revealed that halfway through the. Oh no, because, right. Maybe I'm too smart because that. They was try the to mislead thing. you. That seems like the obvious pick when the game starts yeah. is that the mysterious villain is going to be your son, and then they try to mislead you by thinking that they're showing you your son as a kid, and then it's like surprise, it is actually the villain all along, like you thought. Yeah, see, see, I'm at the point where they show me my son as a kid, and I'm like, oh, well, he's younger than I thought he was, so I I guess it's not what I was thinking was going to happen. No, you haven't reached the Scooby-Doo moment yet where they reveal that the the boy you see isn't your son, that your son is actually the villain. Well, he technically still is your son. He's just a clone of your son. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) I'm so proud of myself then. Like, you guys have spoiled the game, and, like... I remember playing, like, I, I opened the game. He's a like, clone! <laughs> yep. Yes. Screw this game! <laughs> Fallout 4, worst, worst game of the year. I just remember saying that to Scott. I'm like, oh my god, wouldn't this be hilarious if my baby is, like, the villain? And Scott just kind of looked at me like, mm, I'm not saying anything to you. And I was like, what? My baby's going to kill me. It's going to be great. Oh, it's like, like, well, actually. I love like, Fallout um, 4. I really did love Fallout 4, but that story was so fucking terrible well doesn't your baby not kill you if you side with the institute i don't your baby doesn't kill you if you don't side with them either because then the game would end oh okay all right i i i thought you there no because i know there's a way you can be against the institute and they come and send people at you without it being like the end of the game yeah Yeah. you do that by you know killing him all right got it got it all right Sorry, we had to help you figure that out. Well, there. I thought you made it sound like that was the very end of the game. Was no, you no, it's, it's, oh. it just leads up into the conclusion of the game. It's, okay, it's, but it's it's a Scooby Doo reveal. It's the Scooby Doo ending reveal. Yeah, it is. Right. It's a total Scooby Doo plot line. Later, because now I, that you know your son is the evil villain, you're going to have feelings for him. And but love who him else and didn't see your character him? blank out and think, "Oh, well, there's no guarantee that a large pe- period of time hasn't passed." Oh, since everybody figured that out. It I mean, so everyone has to, obvious. right? Yeah, it's like it's kind of stupid. Hmm? Your character is stupid. Yeah. Your character yeah. is surprised by this, despite no person with a brain being surprised by this. Derpity, derpity, derp. Like, I bet that there's a lot of time. Although, you has... know what? Actually, you know what? To be fair, though, your character didn't realize that he was cryogenically frozen. Like, we recognize that he's cryogenically frozen, but the character did not know. As far as the character is concerned, he was still getting a bio scan. Um, as of when? I thought he picked I, up on that when he walked outside in 200 years. Yeah, ago. I figured yeah, no, at that no, point he should wa- know. Once he's walked outside in 200 years have passed, yes. Oh, right, yeah. Well, in yeah. The, while he's still in the cryo machine, seeing his wife being shot and his kid being kidnapped, as far as he knows, only a few seconds have passed. Because no. he's been cryogenically for 200 right. years. Once a moron, always a moron. Well, until he puts those excellent cop glasses on, then he's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, well... With that, do we have uh, any other nominees? I'm okay with leaving it at Fallout 4. I think Stella Glow is a little Scooby-Doo-y, but I don't want to spoil that. Fallout 4, Stella Glow ended up with a pretty decent story. There's a, yeah, there's a story there that's actually worth, spo- or, you know, it's, it's worth We're not fighting. having spoiled, I guess is yeah. how I should but say Fallout that. 4 is trash, yeah. so. 
I would get. I guess I'm gonna agree with Fallout Four only because the only other game that I can think of that's kind of Scooby Dooey is uh, Dragon Quest Heroes. But that's only because it's like it's a giant piece of fan fodder. Here, let's throw all the characters from all the Dragon Quest games you love into another dimension where, oh my God, they like fight and it's great. Kill some king slimes. <gasps> oh, so wait, I need more of that. Like I said, super Scooby Dooey, but I actually loved it. So Scooby Dooey. So we'll give it to Fallout Four because right. the fact that I predicted that pretty early makes me laugh <laughs> apparently quite accurately too that's the sad part yeah oh if only i had scott's face like captured in that moment for everyone to see uh, i can't say anything without spoiling you now nah he just spoiled the whole thing oh afterwards. he did <laughs> i was like okay good to know all right for those of you who aren't listening uh we're done spoiling fallout 4 <laughs> I don't know how you would notice that, though. All right. So uh, now... This is the moron award that Sam always has. This is Let's the, hear it. This game sucked the first time, but I gave it a second shot, and you know what? It still sucked. This is the game that came out in 2015 that, within the span of 2015, I tried twice, and surprise, it was still terrible the second time. So I don't know that I have any for this. <laughs> do, do you? I uh, do not. Adrian I am a or Glenn? Game. Yeah. Oh, I, I have one. I'm going to bring it up just because uh, Glenn decided to poke the bear. Okay. And I'm saying Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> I, I could not stand Xenoblade Chronicles when it first came out. I gave it a shot. I tried playing it, and I didn't like it. And I decided to give it another shot this year. All right. And once again... You don't like it. I, didn't, I don't like it. All right. I don't get its appeal. I just okay. don't get it. Did you buy it on 3DS and then try it again on 3DS and still not like it? I played the Wii version again. I have the 3DS version as well because uh, I'm collecting 3DS RPGs, but I uh, have not tried the 3DS version. But I have a feeling that I would not like it. This is a new level of stupidity in that not only have you tried it twice, you have bought it twice after not liking it. Well, the first, the second time was just for collector's purposes. That's the only I found... Did you say collector's purposes or tax yes. purposes? No, collector's okay. purposes. Okay. I like the idea for tax purposes. What, you don't write off your video game collection on your taxes? I can now. Well, I, I've tried I that once now. before, but the government didn't like that. Yeah. So I can actually do that, given that I'm running the RP Gamer business. So, But only the stuff I buy with RP Gamer money, I think. So, All right. Well, RP Gamer has money? <laughs> not much. <laughs> okay. And we well, only buy August. stuff very piecemeal. So he's, what do you... he's not allowed to tell us if we have money because then we'd uh, demand compensation. No, we. Can't I don't know where that rule came up with. I'm totally allowed to tell you that we have money. It just it may be a stupid idea for me to say if if you decide. We demand to compensation. It. <laughs> it's like okay, you all get twenty bucks. Money's gone. <laughs> Money's gone. <laughs> what Anna? Oh, Anna says we you, you each get five cents per article. Sweet. It's better than Kotaku. Wait, but reviews are longer. We we can't have five cents like a newsie. It's like four times longer, so we need four times as much money. So you want twenty cents per review? Five cents a paragraph. Five cents a paragraph. How They're asking for twenty fair? cents per review, Anna. She might. Oh, she sighed. You might be able to break her. So we'll get back into those negotiations <laughs> later. All right. Yes. I'll end her. <laughs> All right. Anyone else have a I bang my head on a wall award? Mine was Dragon Fin Soup because, like I said, I booted it up. It hard locked. So I booted it up again and it hard locked. Wait, just like within like uh, five minutes of each other? Yep. No, that doesn't count. (laughs) That does not count. 
That's not the same. <laughs> That's I like we determined that looking at a tile screen counted as playing a game earlier. No. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, I agree with Glenn. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you went away and came back from it just because it crashed and you tried to watch it, it again. Crashed, I put it away. No. I loaded it back up. It crashed. <laughs> it crashed again. I reject. <laughs> I reject this nomination. You can't reject this. Actually, I can. I'm going to show you how. Sam, did you try a second playthrough of Undertale? Um, I'm still working on that first one. Oh, darn. Well, if you tried I a have... second playthrough, you could have said that for this. <sighs> Undertale is a special stuff. You don't like Undertale? I'm indifferent to Undertale. Okay. It's a four-hour game that she started five months ago and hasn't finished. <laughs> okay, I've been Which telling myself I'd start it for three months now and haven't. See, here's the thing with Undertale. Um, again, battle system is kind of reflex-based. Wait, oh, how... Hold on, hold on. Cripple. How far have you gotten into Undertale, Sam? Um, I've gotten to where... No, how many How many minutes? Uh, I think I'm three hours in. Oh, you are three hours. Okay, because apparently the first 45 minutes is awful compared to the rest of the game. Yeah, I'm three hours in, okay. and I, I'm just stuck on a boss fight, and if I beat the boss fight, I'll continue playing it. Okay. I'm notorious for if I get stuck on a boss, I put a game down for like a month or a couple months, and then I go back to it, I beat it, and then I'm like, ooh, I can keep playing. Chris, uh, I found the quality to be pretty consistent the entire time, although I, it gets more unique yeah. uh, toward the end. I don't know that I would say it gets better I, I, or worse. I'm, I'm just mirroring what I've heard other people who've talked about it at length. That's because they're trying said. to trick you because it's a okay. short game. They're like, oh, keep going. You're almost at the good part. And then well, these the are people realize... who usually don't like that crap, and they were having to convince themselves, yeah, that's it is a big problem. But uh... Like I said, I have a lot of indifference towards it. Like, the beginning is kind of painful. Um, oh, especially you got a sweet it's... goat mother that helps you through the easy puzzles. What's better than that? Well, apparently the well, style no, of puzzle cute. solving it's... at the beginning is what people don't like. So, I don't know. It's, the first 15 cute. minutes? It's only 15 minutes? All right. Chris, if you made it through Fallout 2, you can handle a bad start to a game. <laughs> well, I haven't finished Fallout 2. It should be but clear. you made it past the temple of suckiness at the start, yeah, right? of course. Where you're killing scorpions with a spear and dying a lot? Yeah. If you made it past that, you can and handle... And you're fine. Well, Undertale. you need to understand that I cheat at Fallout games. Cheat how? Um, I don't make a character that doesn't have 10 in all stats in any of these games. <laughs> What, you you hack it so that you can I, boost your stats up. Well, it depends. 10? It depends on which one. Like Fallout Four makes it real easy because they give you a console, so you don't really have to hack it all at all. It's just like console commands set your attribute values. But uh, on Fallout One and Two, you got to get like certain save files or do a hex editor or something. Yeah. I this makes the game more fun for me. I I don't can know you what it teach is. Sam, how to hack Dragonfin Soup so that it gets past the title screen. Uh, okay, is that on <laughs> PC? <laughs> Sam, just pull up the console and do something. I don't think I could do that for her. You know what? It's cool. I don't think I'm going back to it. So, what are we talking about? All right, the all right. So the game that you told me I'm not allowed to like vote for. Yeah, because you didn't actually play. First of all, you didn't actually play it. Let's let's start with that. I don't. This award doesn't say played in it. It says a first time and a second shot. All right, fine. I, hate you I all. had to write the blurb for it for our worst RPG, so. How did you do yeah. that if you never actually made it past the title screen? <laughs> <laughs> she watched a video, probably. Uh, Wikipedia? No, I, I mean, I actually did play a little bit. 
I did actually play a little bit, and then it would just lock on me, and then I was just like, fuck this shit, I'm flipping the table, I don't care anymore. So I got to where I could walk around a little bit and poke a guy, and then when I went to the save point, it glitched. <laughs> oh, you did get it to boot. I, I got it to boot on the second try. And hey! It went down. Think about how far you'd get on a third try. Hell no, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> You should You're buy it on multiple systems. You I should, think you should, I think that's what it is. Yeah, for collectors' purposes, so in you should buy words, it again. For, yeah, for tax you purposes. Give Adrian ideas for bad games to send me. Oh, I don't need any bad ideas. I find I find plenty. I still got one saved up and ready for next year. With your dad's simulator, because I thought that I've, was a pretty I've be early game. I've beaten that. I, I have a game that's worse than that, and it's in my inventory and on Steam, ready to send to you next year, and but it I will love, horrify. I love sending you that you were so upset it was so messed up yes it was that game gets weird you start flying around in a bathtub <laughs> it does get weird that whole game is weird i actually played it like i played it for an hour and it was just bizarre you didn't play mount your friends yet though which upsets me because i that's a party that game fun. that's a party game you can't play that by yourself have you actually played mount your friends sam Oh, I bought it for him because I was it's like, like that is a legitimately you know, fun thing that you can do with people. <laughs> I was more just amused by the, the name. You heard it here. You heard it here. Uh, RP gamer Chris uh -oh. Privateer likes to mount his friends. That's right. <laughs> it's a party game. He likes to do it in a group. It's a good thing to do. It in <laughs> I like group mounting sessions. That's right. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Anymore. We don't even know. All right. Um, that was it. It sucked the first time. Chris. Yeah, Chris, do you have a nomination for this award? <sighs> no. Okay. Doing this show. Um, <laughs> let's see, Chris. I like Adrian's winner as being the overall winner because he also bought it twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Done. Sounds good to me. Whoever spent the most money making Zeta this mistake wins. <laughs> so horrible the first time and also horrible the second time. And right. I still bought it. <laughs> See, this is why this is something you wouldn't get in the overall site awards, you know? To my credit, I didn't buy Xenoblade Chronicles X. Good for you. <laughs> oh, you were smart. You don't have to wait till chapter seven to get your robot? <laughs> but when it gets ported to Vita, he'll buy it. Okay. No, not Vita. If it gets ported <laughs> to, to 3DS, though, I will. Oh, okay. No, we need to put it on a system of comparable power, so probably the Vita. My husband was so heartbroken to find out that robots didn't come till Chapter 7, because that's all he wanted the game for. He was like, I get to be a stompy robot. And then I was like, you have to wait till Chapter 7 to get there. He's like, bullshit. So he's been pretty heartbroken, and he's just put the game aside and like, doesn't even want to look at it. He's that yeah. upset. It's only like 30 hours. Come on. Track down a copy of White Knight Chronicles. That'll oh, oh. Yeah, you think you like robots. Let me tell you what you like. Let me show you. Good to it's, know. Just, it's just, it's, it's, it's so mediocre. Precious. The game hurts me. Missed out award. The RPG you wanted to play, but you didn't. Hmm. Well, I didn't really know when the Trails games came out. So I guess if I knew they came out, I might have bought them, and then I wish I had bought them. <laughs> How so did I you not notice that what the lead up to Trails in the Sky on our site? So Glenn's making excuses. Well, okay. yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> so when I want to play a game, I just play it. So the only reason I would have wanted to play a game and not played it was if I didn't know it came out. Excuses, Glenn. So I'm going to say 
both the Trails games. Although I bought Cold Steel, but uh, I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> I bought Cold Steel after I saw the Game of the Year results before we posted the awards. Okay. Mine is actually also the two Trails games. I have both of them. I have them both downloaded onto my Vita, so I really just have to push the button. So I'm going to be honest for my pick. It, it oh, should are you lying that we just lied? No, 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 yes, no. He is, he is. No, I'm saying I <laughs> have a good opportunity to lie here. I have a good opportunity to lie here and make myself not look dumb, but I'm not going to do that. See, it should be the Trails games. That should be my pick. But no, the game I really wanted to play but didn't, that now I'm very thankful that I didn't, was Shadowrun Hong Kong. Because that would have been my pick. Only and because one, it is past tense. If, if it was the RPG you most want to play but didn't, it would no longer be. <laughs> if you, know you are correct. <laughs> you well, are correct. The semantics. You, you, you made him so heartbroken tonight, Glenn. Like, you just basically took his heart and stomped on it. It's what I do. And then he threw it in a coffee blender. That's my career to people, he pissed too. pissed on it, threw it into a Keurig, and then tossed it off a building. No, I think I'm the only person here who actually played both of the Trails games. <laughs> okay. So uh, I can't really say those two. Okay. Um, and honestly, I can't really say anything. I tried... Yakuza 5. I have Blood no board. interest in that. I, I've tried everything that I really had an interest in this year, and honestly, the whole the whole year was generally Wait, subpar. you didn't play Bloodborne. I had no interest in Bloodborne. That's okay. I still have no interest in Bloodborne. You didn't play Final Fantasy Type-0 HD. Hey, Wait, let's let's play off the the uh, okay, past tense. Okay, that one. I will okay. give you that. I'll, I'll just say Type Zero because you know what? I did pick that one up. I never got around to playing it. I totally even forgot it existed. Actually, yeah, it's not that good. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's what so I'll say. So when he finishes Digimon, everyone, we should all remind him that Type Zero's. What? Oh, my PS4 is still warmed up. I might as well. Yeah. <laughs> so what's our what winner? About, so, what about Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes? You love Legend of Zelda. <sighs> Yeah, but that doesn't really look like that a Zelda not, game. It that looks is not. That is not a Zelda game. <laughs> yeah, it looks. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's not a Zelda game. <laughs> that is a co-op Undertale either. That is co-op exploitation. Did we give that like a five? You don't want to play Undertale? It's great. Oh. Once you get past know. the beginning. I don't know if I want to play Undertale or not. Like I picked it up and or was it? No, it was gifted to me. That's what it was. And uh, did I stupidly give it wanna... to you? I can't remember. No, I think, I think I think. Uh, no, I got it for you. Yeah, Chris got it. I got it for you. It's part of the thread. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do want to play it. Play but... that thing! I got that for you. I'm not super so, excited for it. Ungrateful so, yeah. people! <laughs> I don't know what's going it's on. Like have you played Have you played game. Grandia yet, Chris? Have you played Grandia yet? Grandia one. Grandia oh, Grandia! You bought I me. Got you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know how I am with games, right? <laughs> Damn it. He got me. He got me good. He got me real good. <laughs> so the winner is Adrian and Chris for not playing each other's Secret Santa gifts? I guess so. Nobody wins. It's, it's the opposite of the gift of the Magi. Gift of the fools. No, it is the gift of the Magi is the irony. No, the Magi is the gifts are too amazing. These gifts were just, you didn't even want to play them. <laughs> All right. I haven't tried the, the game I got everything. from Gaijin. All right. Okay. Here we go. You ready for this? Wish you had missed it award. The RPG you wish you hadn't booted up. Uh... See, I'm very fortunate in that I don't have to review anything, so I tend to avoid games that I know are going to suck. Um, 
this so isn't the biggest one. thumbs down, but I didn't like Sunless Sea, and it was really long and really slow, and it felt like I wasted 30 hours of my life doing not much. Okay. Did you feel like Zach hyped it up for you? Yeah, I did. Really <laughs> it's less that I felt like it and more that that's exactly what happened. Because that boy got way too excited over that one. Yeah, and then I remember you were talking about it and you're just like, I don't, I don't get it. Do we have to put Zach and Wheels in a club together? It's, uh, that, Zach loves the Undertale. Yes, that's right. Zach, that's um, he finds some interesting games for us when he wants to review indie games. and Lisa Sometimes he likes to hype them up. He liked Lisa and that was a well, pretty special gem. That's the post-apocalyptic <laughs> one? With the baby? That's yeah. The yeah, Giant Bomb, quick look. That That's a weird game. I have that in my Steam file, too, and that's another one I want to <laughs> check out at some point, just because it seems so bizarre. I enjoyed Lisa. It was uh, it was special. But so yeah, Sunless Sea is the one that I think I wasted my life trying to enjoy. Just kind of waiting for it to become good, and it didn't happen. And I just spent all my time sailing across the Black Sea and not doing anything. And I don't know. Waste of I life. I know what mine is. All right, what's Sam's? I had to play Sword Art Online Hollow Fragment. Oh. I tried I... to warn you. I really did try to warn you about I was that. Miserable. Hey, neither of you are married to a wife who requested both of those games for Christmas. And None of us are them. married to a wife. You could just stop there. Oh well, no, whatever. <laughs> it's true. I'm I'm not married to a wife. But no, that game was just my personal hell. Yeah. You know, like I played another game that I also gave the same score to, and I jokingly said like I would play X Cave Two again, over, friggin' Sword Art Online. And the worst part is people are like, no, no, Sword Art Online is great. And I'm like, really? Because you just do the same thing over and over again with really annoying female characters who spend the majority of their game putting their boobs in Kirito's face. And they all act like bimbos. And I'm like, if this is what... So it's a Tales of game. Sounds like an Atelier game. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of games nowadays. Sounds like a lot of Japanese games. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I had a lot of rage every time the female characters opened their mouths. <laughs> But if their mouths were open, they're probably their boobs weren't all over your screen, so it's either or, right? Glenn, yeah. I love you. <laughs> but no, like in all fairness, the screen can't like, fit boobs and open mouths at the same time. I don't want to think about that. But anyways, bad game was bad. I was miserable. I think I spent like forty hours. And I still didn't beat it because I was just like, I can't do this. I can't so do wait, this. So the like, only reason why you wish you hadn't booted up was irritating characters and too much breast? Nah, it just the gameplay is actually bad. Like, it's broken. A lot of the times the hit detection doesn't work. Um, like, Kirito gets the, stuck in the environment. Jiggle tech, jiggle tech work? There's no jiggle tech. That's the worst part is they, they shovel enough boobs at you on the screen, but there's not even any jiggle. Like disappointment right there. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. As, as as an appreciator of boobs, you know, like that just made me really sad. Oh my gosh. What, Chris? Nothing, nothing He's at all. Say something about being married to a wife. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to say that Heart we need to hear boobs. from Adrian. What do you wish you hadn't booted up? Honestly, there's nothing really to say because thankfully I didn't actually have to review anything that was completely awful. So like you, I didn't actually have to put any significant amount of time into anything that was really bad. I just shut it off if it started sucking. 
um, which was kind of nice last year, actually. I kind of needed the break from bad games. Oh, well, that's good. But, uh, yeah, I don't really have an answer for that one. I'm trying to think of anything that I put in that was awful. All, all I'll say is that, in general, the year was pretty mediocre and disappointing. Yeah, it looks like you didn't play it long, but your lowest scoring games were Orishika Tainted Bloodlines and Puzzles and Dragons Z Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and honestly, those games weren't bad. They were just kind of boring. Like, Puzzles and Dragons just was kind of dull. It was just not that exciting. And uh, as for Orishika, Orishika seemed like it could be really good. It just got really repetitive after a while. Like, it started out really cool. It's got a great concept. But uh, it just, yeah, it's, it's a lot of repetitive crap. And there's so, a time limit, and I hate time limits. So, Adrian, I grabbed it for five bucks. Was it worth it at five bucks? Which, Orishika? Yes, because I was actually curious about it. Five bucks? Yeah, pay- I'd, say, I'd say you'd get your money out of that. You I mean, just said it was incredibly for- boring and not worth playing. No, yeah, I'm but I played it for like I played it. it for about like fifteen twenty hours. I mean, it's not worth fifteen twenty hours, but you play play it for like five it's ten hours. Incredibly boring and not worth playing. Perfect for you, Sam. You just don't, don't oh my god, play. I know, right? Probably won't, you, you, probably, me, so. you probably won't want to beat it, but I think you'll get five bucks. Yeah, you'll be it. fine. You should play it. So Snicker, good Snicker. to know that I haven't, you know, downloaded it to my Vita yet. Sad face. <laughs> What about you, Chris? What do you wish you hadn't booted up? I I, I looked through 4. this entire list. No, I don't wish I didn't boot up Fallout Four. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, but you'll, I, now you'll never need to boot it up again. I since found. We told you what happens. Yeah, I found. No, I already mostly knew. I just didn't know it was revealed like that, which is some hot BS. Um, hot BS. <sighs> Rebel. Oh no, I I like that. Yeah, I can't think of anything that like. Meh. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't have one. Not off what this about list. Dun- Dungeon Travelers 2, the Royal Library, and the Monster Seal. Um, I, t- I played that at E3. <laughs> that's that's my only time with that game was at E3, so that doesn't really count. Oh. All right. <laughs> it's like there's a reason it is in the lowest category of played <laughs> on that sheet. Yeah, your sheet's kind of tough to read through. Real yeah, quick. I'm that's so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So no. I, and plus, I I was intrigued by what I played at E3, so I wouldn't say I regretted it either. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got nothing from your sheet. It's okay. It's all right. I'm just I, I was lucky, and the winner's Adrian, and his reward <laughs> is all the bad games. So. All right. Biggest surprise of the year. Well, I do have a good one year. for this one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Trails of Cold Steel, just because I don't think anybody what? expected this to even exist. Like, uh, could you really have predicted that this was going to happen this year? When, like, at the beginning of the year, we didn't even know this was coming out. It just came up. Like, we were we waited for, like, what, four or five years for Trails of the Sky's second chapter, and suddenly we're getting two Trails games in the same year? Hmm. That was just weird and shocking. I couldn't believe it. All right, I'll buy that. I should you make it sound like you had a bit of an inkling that Cold Steel was coming out. I didn't even know that it came out after it came out, so it was a pretty big surprise when I. Well, got I, I, I don't think that you're like the top three. Yeah, I don't think you count there. Um, most of us did realize it came out. You just, just have played slow. it. I think the announcement is. I mean, the announcement of Trails of Cold Steel coming out was right. the surprise that I'm talking about here. I mean, no one that just came out of nowhere, especially that it was going to come out this year as well. works for me i like it anyone else 
I've got two, actually. So, biggest surprise of a game I actually played was uh, Moco Moco Friends, just because I was really surprised how much I enjoyed that game. Um, especially just given um, the fact that, yes, it's What a, is Moco Moco Friends like? I don't know. Like, even... What, it's like puppets, isn't it? Or yep. Yeah, it's a game about toys. girls who have stuffed toys that fight other stuffed toys. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I know how girl, girls in in RPGs are supposed to shove their boobs into yeah. male main characters' this faces. A, this is not yeah. a, There's no boobs in this game. They have okay, big mouths like, and they're annoying. Are you sure like, they're, they're girls? Kids. They're kids. Are you sure That's they're girls? Right. They are girls. I don't, I don't think you're right. Uh, anyways, it's about little girls and their plushies, and then there's like a giant vortex that is making the plushies evil, of and course. they have to go and save, you know the other girl who like wants to be their friend but is really shy like it's it's just really cute okay and it actually has a really positive message for younger gamers which i just loved i did i thought it was girls the can be ever. more than boob shoving people yes chris totally that was totally it or that so if you believe a... hard enough your stuffed toys will come to life and fight each other muppet babies taught me that a long time ago in any case, I liked Moco Moco Friends, and I was really surprised that just how much fun I had with it. The other was the fact that Yakuza 5 actually did come out. You know, Sega was saying, like, nothing since the announcement. Basically, there was the announcement, and then it was like, oh, yeah, that thing we still have that we haven't been talking about because we're Sega and we're dumb. You know, they went on for months like that, and then out of nowhere, they're like, by the way, now we're bringing you Yakuza 0. And I'm just like, I'm so happy, Sega, you remembered. And I've never thought I would say, like, God bless you, Sega, in a sentence, because Sega never deserves that. But it did come out of my mouth. Okay. I'm a little sad. I'm a little sad now. But yeah, Yakuza 5 kindly came out, and it came out before Christmas. That's a good game. It was fantastic. A good game. So you're too biggest surprises one is a little girly game about feeling good and cheesiness and the other is a game where you play as a crime lord who owns brothels and who expresses his feelings See. through yelling <laughs> <laughs> daytona so guess that's what? how i express my feelings in that game yeah that's perfect so like... the nice thing about moco moco friends is it isn't about big titted women acting stupid and the nice thing about yakuza 5 is you can buy big titted women and make them dress up and act stupid uh, you can't dress them up, I don't think, can you? No, you can't. No, you dress them down. Oh wait, or do you choose her? <laughs> do you choose the dress of the girl in uh, Chapter Two? I'm trying to remember now. I know I played during the rhythm the game. game. I ran a brothel and part yeah. of just decorating the women. Right, right. You don't. You don't. Yeah, I know, but you don't run one. What, in like this a one. Christmas you tree. Don't run, yeah, that's. You don't they, have the Akiyama brothel game. They do refer to that though. You meet that guy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like. Akiyama comes back, but you don't do the brothel game that you're doing for. Blows your cover. That's the right. Game took too long, or I just wasn't good at it. I didn't do it. You that probably long. sucked at it. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. What do you know about ladies, Glenn? Let's be uh, real. You take all their clothes off, and the men like it. I don't know. Oh it's God. Japanese. You have to dye their yep, hair pink. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but GTA Five does the exact same thing. It did. Remember, there was a stripper mini game in that. Or you, wasn't the minigame just that you throw money at strippers? <laughs> Probably. I don't even I might know be what we're talking about. Oh, wait, it was, I remember. It was the hide yeah. from the bouncer while you grope the stripper. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> of course you did. The four characters needed to have some downtime, and nothing says that better than a minigame where you hide from the bouncer while groping the stripper. 
Sexism. Woohoo. Fantastic. Uh, uh, on that note, my biggest surprise of the year was uh, I, in how much I enjoyed Stella Glow. I've been pretty over Japanese tactics games for a long time. I have no idea why I bought Stella Glow. And I haven't played handheld games any last year. It's just been a while since I got into one. But I enjoyed Stella Glow a lot. So it was the only handheld game I finished last year and the only image epoch game I ever played and the first tactics game I've liked in a long time. It was kind of a more of the sum of its parts kind of a surprise. Okay. So I'm going to go with um, my biggest surprise, which was I figured this game would be kind of like another one of these. Um, But I ended up really enjoying the story. Um, I haven't finished the game yet, so... you going to say Monster Hunter? No, I kind of expected that to be awesome, and I put even more time into it than I expected. So that could have qualified, but I'm going to go with... Oh, what's the name of the game? <laughs> Tales of Zestiria? That is correct. <laughs> okay. Tales of Zestiria, which I You're figured, welcome. oh no, a crappy Tales game with a stupid battle system... Um, and I'm just not going to like this thing, and it's going to be bad anime. But it turns out I really enjoy the story. I really enjoy playing that game. And that game's battle system, I still don't understand how it works to this day. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. I've come to peace with it, and I'm, I enjoy playing it anyway. So it's still fun and enough to play. it makes you feel zestfully clean, It right, makes me Chris? feel zestfully clean. That is correct. That's funny, because I feel like the exact opposite way. Like yeah. I love the battle system. I think it's the best battle, sy- battle system in the series. Okay. But I thought the story was honestly really weak, especially okay. compared to other games in the series. I just don't know what I'm doing in that. So it was one of your biggest surprises, Adrian, how bad Tales of Zestiria was? No, I I was kind of excited for it, but I didn't have... Well, this is I, kind I, of I the heard, positive heard, category, not the yeah. letdown category. We got yeah, that I later. Heard, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Actually, I think we'd already did that, didn't we? No. No, we haven't hit letdown. It's just that because we came up with so many of these awards, they're all negative. <laughs> all right the winner the winner i think trails of cold steel coming out is the winner i actually agree with that i agree yeah because nobody thought that was going to happen we people were still saying you're not even going to get second chapter just to stop wishing for it the vita's dead and then here it is it's a psp game isn't it uh, Trails of Steel is Cold Steel. Yeah, but uh, second, never mind. Doesn't second chapter is PSP and PC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. The f- yeah, Mr. Oh, everyone knows when these games come out. You know what they came out on. Listen, our next category will take care of that. The Felcom Award. Which Trails games were the best Trails games this year? So the nominees are Trails of um, Trails of the Sky, second chapter for PSP, Trails of the Second. Trails of Sky second chapter for PC, Trails of Cold Steel for Vita, and then it, did Cold Steel come out on PS3 as well, right? Yes, it did. Yeah. Can we just say the winner is all of them because yay? No, I think the winner is whatever Adrian says because he's the only one that's. <laughs> all right, Adrian. <laughs> the winner Adrian. is all of them. You got to take us through this. The, the, okay, so they both are awesome games. I will say that. Um, well, I, I listed four games, my friend. Pardon? Because I listed four games. Because there's there's two okay. versions of. Well, in each that case, game. I've only played two of them then. All right. I've only played second chapter on the PC. Okay. And Trails of Cold Steel on the PS3. All right. Uh, of those two, they're both great, um, but they do things very differently. I will. I'm going to give it to Cold Steel though, just because it's a more. Well, it's a more modern game for one thing. Um, second chapter suffers from being 
like what a decade old at this point mm. it, it it's a very old style game and uh, cold steel basically takes everything that tr uh second chapter did and makes it better and then adds in a whole bunch of other new stuff that's awesome as well like uh like little uh persona style social link things it, it it's just it, it's hard to go into everything that trails uh, cold steel does it's awesome but just suffice it to say it's awesome and you should be playing it if you haven't played it already play it Dude, how awesome is your game? It's awesome. It's awesome. Right, it's awesome. Good. All right. Well, so you said earlier that no good games came out last year. You meant except these. Except for those. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Well, like all the good games that I played, I played in December pretty much. Like all my favorite games came out in December. I think that's a category later. Um, yes, it is. I don't, I don't know when that <laughs> showed up, but all right. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, honorary Sam Walker. Well, it's not honorary because you're here this year. The Sam Walker Award, the Best Sex Award. All right, this is where we nominate games that had the best sex in them, <laughs> and however you want to interpret that, uh, it can be flexible, much like you in these games. So right. you know, <laughs> there's The Witcher, which allows you the, you know, there's the main choice between Triss and Yennefer. I, I'm all about canon. It should be Yen. People would argue it's totally Triss. It's Yen. It's all about Yennefer. I thought Get it oh. right, well, people. he kind of knocked. But isn't he, <laughs> he Yennefer? Oh. Both of them in the books. I thought Yennefer was his but protege. Yen, Yen is the canon choice. Oh like, goodness! In the books, it becomes canon. You type in Yennefer into Google, and it's like Yennefer or Triss is is, is the suggestion. <laughs> That's right. So Yennefer, best choice. Okay. And I this is not to be confused with the gray hair girl in The Witcher 3, right? Which is his daughter. And oh, we okay. don't, yeah, we don't, you don't get don't to have think... sex with your daughter. Oh, I didn't know it was uh, actually his daughter. Okay. It's his daughter. We well, don't, so, we wait, don't... so wait, if you adopted a daughter and she wasn't really your daughter and then she's 18, you'd do her? This okay. Is still not weird to you? You've made a, you've made a good point. I withdraw the objection. Okay. It's his adopted daughter. <laughs> So what was the best sex you had in the game last year, Sam? It was with Yennefer, or was it with a non-canon Triss? Well, I spent, <laughs> I spent the whole time yelling the at dirty non-canon Triss. I haven't played The Witcher 3 yet, but I spent the whole time yelling at Scott going, you know, who are you going to pick, who are you going to pick? And he's like, stop it. And I was like, it's got to be Yen, right? It's, it's clearly Yen. And he was just like, stop it. And so, then he still went with Yennefer. So, so I was I've, like, I've if, really if you only... pick Triss... We're getting a divorce. I've only finished Witcher 1, so I don't really know Yennefer well. Did That's she show Yennefer up in 2? just only came into the games in 3. In 3? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But she's been in all the books. Because, like, right now I'm like, well, of course, Triss. Who else would you go with? But I guess... Well, I mean, Triss is a redhead hottie, and if you like redheads, mm -hmm. she's clearly the right choice. Well, but I do they... like her card in the first game. <laughs> is it um, censored but... in the U.S. version? Um... Or did you Google the uncensored cards just for a more authentic experience? I have I have no idea. Um, it's the enhanced edition, so I wouldn't have thought so, but maybe. Um, suffice it to say, there is a kitty cat in a very strategically located place. Maybe the kitty cat was what was added for the censorship. Okay, all right. Then never mind. <laughs> Actually, don't. I, I, I didn't the memorize joke, the Witcher you know, cards, so I, I, don't, I don't know which I ones did. were censored and which weren't. You're right. I, I only printed them out and laminated them, so I... <laughs> In any case, my answer is actually. <laughs> <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> 
It's actually Dorian from Dragon Age Inquisition. What? That was last year. Yeah, that doesn't count. Right, finished it this year. And I thought it was Bald Bull or whatever his name was. Rising I did not rise a bull. <laughs> what, what, I'm pretty sure that's what we decided last year in our awards. I'm pretty sure, like, yeah. The bowl, right? I yeah. scaled the wall. <laughs> I did not rise a bull. You scaled the wall, not... Oh, man. <laughs> I, I played Inquisition last year and I rode the bull. Oh, you are a smart done. man. <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny. I just like that you remembered that that's what I wrote. <laughs> Actually, I mean, if we're gonna go with story of seasons, I I, I picked Fritz because he. Well, you you haven't said anything about story of seasons yet, this, so this isn't the most the story of season. <laughs> It's true, it is. It's the most. He was just the easy one. <laughs> Easiest sex award. So hold on, hold on. <laughs> Which game has the best sex dating courting system in it? You have to pick one, Sam. And if you need to to talk through it, that's fine. But take your time. But we need to get to one. All right. They don't know. <laughs> like how overwhelmed she uh, is. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll go. Can for we mine. say Yakuza I'll... Five? <laughs> Does that happen in Yakuza Five? No, but I wanted to date all the boys. <laughs> okay, no, then no, we can't say Yakuza Five. Adrian, my, my, what's yours? My, my nomination is, is the game Twitch dates Pokemon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And if you've never heard of this, which I assume you probably haven't. I have heard is, of this. <laughs> this is a, an indie game that some people decided to make, which takes the accumulated collective lore of the Twitch Plays Pokemon uh, phenomenon on Hail Twitch. Hail Helix. Yes, exactly. Helix and all the other uh, Pokemon that they've had through the different runs and puts them into a dating simulator. So you play an espion named Burrito and you go around <laughs> and you flirt with and date all the other Pokemon that you meet in the Twitch Plays Pokemon games mm. it, uh, runs. It's it's the most insane thing I've ever played. And do you I make a lot it. of do you make a lot of eggs? <laughs> Does Make show up and start killing Pokemon? Is that how Pokemon dating works? You spend a while hanging out with another Pokemon, and then there's an egg. Yeah, it just magically appears. Yeah, uh, there were no eggs, unfortunately, in this game, but uh, it was extremely amusing. Was there graphic Pokemon breeding? No. Okay. I need to Pokemon play don't those. breed, they just hang out and then eggs appear. Well, they refer to people as Pokemon breeders. So that's kind of oh, weird. That's true. Okay, that's true. <laughs> if they don't breed, why do they need breeders? <laughs> they just oh. through the power No, of I'm thinking about this too much. I don't like the answers that are coming to my mind. We should move on. What else we got? Wait, wait. We have me. Okay. Glenn so hasn't picked I... an answer. I had sex in two games last year, Stella oh, Glow and Witcher 3. You Stella had, Glow kind of takes can have place. Wait, wait, wait. You can have huh? sex in Stella Glow? I had a kid in Stella Glow. You had a kid? Yeah. Anna, can you have a kid in Stella Glow? She's saying yes. So I'm She's saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, but Stella Glow's happens off camera, so I'm going to have to give it to uh, Geralt in Witcher 3. And she I says think it's... She says she hasn't gotten an ending where that's happened yet, so... Oh. Well, I, I guess I'm better at having sex and Stella Glow than she is. Okay. But I, I knocked up one of the witches. All right. Cool. Which one? Which one? Which one? Uh, I can't say. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know which one he's talking about then. Oh, hey. So, uh... I, uh which yeah. one would be a spoiler to reveal, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... I knocked that one up. Yeah. I would, too. 
The <laughs> uh, Witcher 3 I got with Yennefer because I'd read all the books and I liked the fact that I thought the Yennefer storyline was very non-canon because the book makes it extremely clear that Geralt and Yennefer can never, ever, ever have a happy ever after. Which is and why the it's canon. Game, the video game just kind of unbooks the storyline and makes it possible. But that was, I would give it to Witcher 3. That's what makes it canon. And unlike Chris, I didn't fantasize about doing my daughter. So that, I that, didn't. I... I <sighs> I was talking to my phone, not that Siri. I, what's her name? Is her name Siri? Her name is Siri. Yeah. yeah see, Siri. I was talking to my phone. It wasn't me. And you, you like was, to tell your I phone? Was, I was mishold. I was misheard. <laughs> it was. Damn you, autocorrect. All right. Story of the year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh -oh. Wait. We I think need a I winner, might know who this. I think I might know who this third person is. What Thanks. are you talking about? That other romance that you know you're not speaking of. Oh my god, you can have a three-way? <laughs> what? Done, I'm doing that when I play The Witcher. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. No, 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 in The Witcher, you can oh. have a three-way with Triss and Yennefer. Oh. That seems very non-canon, since they hate no, each other. No, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the rewards, the award's named after Sam, folks. All right, what's the winner? Who had the best sex? I think that one wins. I think Sam wins. Sam had the best <laughs> sex. Story of the year. <laughs> best most. What's the difference, right? Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Story of the year was me apparently having the best sex. No. But you haven't done it yet. You just Googled it. <laughs> He's got a point. He has a point. I hate you guys. <laughs> you just ruined my fantasies. So my favorite story of the year was Witcher again. I think the series has the best stories of, uh, I think they took good inspiration from the books and tried to bring that storytelling through to the games. And The Witcher 3, the reason why you, Chris, haven't met some of these characters yet is Witcher 1 and 2, Geralt has amnesia and uh, CD Projekt Red just did its own thing. In right. Witcher 3, he doesn't have the amnesia anymore and it uh, picks up the book storyline. Okay. So Witcher 3 is much more tie-ins to the book and I'd read all the books, so or all the books that are in English at the time. And uh, I thought it made a much stronger base, having these characters in it and seeing people from the books that I knew who they were. There's one character that has really no backstory until you meet him in Witcher 3, but he's a major character in the books. So I think that added to it a little more to me, knowing who the person was and uh, Geralt gets some choices on how to treat him, which made for some... There's a certain character that Geralt brutally shatters his leg in the books and you run into him later in the game. And then you might get a chance to brutally shatter his other leg. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Oh, I remember you. I know who you're thinking of. Excellent. But yeah, I also like the pick the next king or queen of Skelligard section and the way that worked out. The side quests were really well done. It had more, your choices impacted the world, but not really in crazy over-the-top Dragon age kind of ways. It was more, it felt a little more organic. The flags weren't quite as obvious, and the writing was really great. So I like The Witcher 3. Okay. Which three? Who else has got a story suggestion? Mine was Yakuza Five. Really? We should come to no surprise, actually. But you haven't uh, explained why it's got a good story. I can tell you. Okay. So, how far did you get, Chris? Actually. Um, I'm like just avoiding finishing chapter one because I don't want it to end, and so I haven't touched it in a <laughs> while. So. Okay, because Yakuza Five. I was kind of worried when I started playing it that having five protagonists was actually going to be really overwhelming for mm -hmm. the game. It's actually well woven together. 
So and I shouldn't feel scared about moving on? No, no. I don't want to lose Cosmo. You can you can go back to that stuff later. You'll be fine. I promise. Uh, promise. You'll be fine. Okay. Versus being a bit of a drama queen. <laughs> I am. Like, I was just kind of worried because, like, they brought back Seijimon, they brought back Akiyama, and I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, you think their storylines would be kind of done? Um, but they actually, like, made a good case for both characters coming back. The actual larger mystery that's at hand in the story is really clever, and it keeps you guessing. Like, it does a fantastic job of keeping the player guessing throughout the story, like, what's actually going on. And if you've been an avid fan of the series, a certain character is proclaimed dead. Obviously, you know that that character is not dead because it would be next to impossible to kill him because he's crazy. Um, oh, is that all that's required for immortality nowadays? Just to be crazy? Yeah. All right. Well, that's duly noted. I don't I don't know if I want to spoil it because right. it's kind of... Yeah, don't. Well, in your case, Chris, you, this is the first Yakuza you've played. So this yes. character you probably know nothing about. Yeah. Glenn has played more of them. He probably knows which character I'm thinking of. I'm just okay. worried for Chris. Is uh, Kazuma in it? And does he get to have sex with his adoptive daughter? Oh, Haruka? you no. shut up. That's what Chris would like. <laughs> you know what? Of well, course Kazuma's in it because he's in the first chapter. That's all I've played. Oh, does he have <laughs> Well, don't tell Chris if he gets to have sex with his daughter you or gotta, not. You gotta stop making fun of Haruka because actually her bits are some of the best in the game, which is kind of insane. I thought her bits were going to be horrible to play. And they're actually a lot of fun. Chris like, was saying that she's his adoptive daughter, so... Uh, Glenn, get off that. Like, that's gross. That's actually true, though. <laughs> I agree, Chris. Uh, Haruka is more In any a... case. Let, no, let's let's not. Okay. Get that thought out of your head. But she's still talented. She is talented. And her mini game for the battle system is actually really great. Is it? All right, good. It's a lot of fun. Like, I would have thought it job. got really old or something. No, because one thing that's kind of interesting with the Haruka chapters is the fact that you don't actually have to engage in battles unless you want to. Ah. Like, you can make the choice to just not do them. And you can just keep going with the game. The game does not force you to actually do them. So that's something to keep in mind. Like, if you're not very good at rhythm games, like me, um, you know, you can skip all that stuff. I mean, I did play a, a, quite a bit of it, obviously, because I was reviewing it. But I got really into it, and I had a lot of fun playing it. The additional character that they add at the end of the game, I was worried about that as well, because I'm kind of like, well, who's this bozo right like why, why are we adding a new character to this game when you know there's no real good reason but actually they give him a really good purpose because he's connected to one of the characters from the beginning of the game so again big mystery keeps you guessing um like i think of all the stories i've encountered this is probably one of my favorites the that i played last year okay and like akiyama is still brilliantly written akiyama Okay. No, no, like, I wish people would, I haven't like, gotten to it, so I'll... I'll I, then move I your ass and get to Akiyama, because okay. he's the best. Which chapter is he? He's three. Three? Okay. Yeah, because his chapter and Haruka's chapter go together, so... Okay. Noted. Best character. I'm going to hold you to that. I hope you do. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll say mine now. Uh, I'm My best story for the year was... Uh, Trails of Cold Steel, unsurprisingly. <laughs> uh, the game that none of, none of you guys have actually played yet, so you can't disagree with me. 
there's a lot of reasons why I like the story, but I'll just go over the one thing that I found was the most interesting, and it's that the world itself feels alive. And it, it's really hard to dis- explain how it feels alive without actually playing it, but as the game is based over a, a series of uh, a period of time, it takes, I think, eight or nine months for the whole story to play out. And over that time, all the char- all the NPCs have their own little stories playing out. They where they are changes at different times of day and at different times of year, what they're doing, and they all have their little own little stories going on, and you can follow those stories as you progress with the main the game's main story as well. And it's just it it's a really amazing immersive experience. You really feel like you're actually part of the world. Is it uh, Radiata Stories-esque? I can't remember the name of that. Sort of, yes. It's a good comparison in that Radiata Stories also had a very alive-feeling world, but Radiata Stories was based on a time frame. Like It was a 24-hour day, so the characters went about their day. You could follow their day along, but that was really it. Like You could follow their day, and they had these little daytime stories going on, and it was kind of neat. But this goes way beyond that. There's actual story arcs involving all these characters, going on over the course of these eight, nine months. And you can follow them, uh, follow along with them and see how their little stories progress. Even though they're not in any way involved in the main story, you can just wander around the town, talk to them every day that the story goes on, and just see how their stories are progressing. And it's, it's really neat to watch it play out. Hmm. Chris, what about you? I'm going to go... I didn't have a lot of options this year. Wait, you said you, you said you liked the Zestiria story earlier, right? Right. So that's what I'm going to be going with. I was just making sure before I committed, and you started to lay into me or something. I was gonna, <laughs> if you said Monster Hunter, I would lay into you. No, I, <laughs> for story, no. Yeah, that Monster Hunter had an amazing story. No, not its strong point. <laughs> Real good game, though. Um, just get wheels on. We could play. Um, yeah, surprisingly, I agree with it. I actually had a lot of fun with Monster Hunter. I never actually finished it, but I did enjoy it. I finished, like, I got to the part where it feels like you finish the story, and then you realize, no, that's like half the story. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> um, let's see. So, Zestiria, I feel, um, and, and I felt this a, a bit with the last Tales game I played on PS3, so this shouldn't have been as big of a surprise to me as, as I guess it was, but it, you know, it, it comes closest to something that I wanted to do when I was much younger um, of just essentially playing through an anime, right? And and feeling like you are playing a game that is, is more or less an animated feature that you can control the characters and it looks fantastic and has good voice work and music and all that stuff. And the Tales games, I mean, that's really what they're going for. Um, and I feel like Zestiria um, has delivered as far as my needs in that area. Um, I don't feel like it's blowing me away as far as like this is the best anime I've ever played but I also feel like I don't get a lot of opportunities to play well written Japanese styled stories with you know music that's from Japan and you know story ideas that are thematically eastern and all that sort of stuff um, and it, it seems to deliver adequately I like that um, everything seems to be polished very well I Again, my problems with the battle system notwithstanding, the everything that happens story-wise and the progression and the interaction of the characters, everything just seems to be 
in in a humor way that I enjoy. I like the puns that they go for because I'm a very I'm a fan of puns, so that makes me very predisposed to liking all the pun jokes they have in there. Um, I like the presentation, I like the style. I feel that the characters are well written with each other. Um, there's a lot of skits that are you know further give you more interactions between the characters. So I just really enjoy everything that they've been doing in that game. And was um, it the best story and characters of every Tales game you've played? Um, I haven't played that many, Len. So, yes? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, because I've only played one other one. and Which one was that? That was um, the, the one on PS3 with the lady with the long purple hair. Oh, what the hell's the name of that game? Uh, Zillia? No, before Exilia. Grace's? Yeah. Grace's, Grace's the purple F. heroine. Yeah. Because that was Sophie. Yes, Sophie. That's who I'm thinking. Ah, of. her. Okay. Yeah. Um. I and I liked what they were setting up there too, but for some reason I didn't stick with that game. Like I stuck with Zestiria. Um. And while I'm still not sticking with Zestiria, I played a lot more of Zestiria than I played with Graces, and so I think well, that counts Graces for something. Graces had a pretty uh, cringy plot, <laughs> so that, I'm, I'm not going to defend Graces. You mean Super Best Friends Happy Time Club, and then Oh My God Darkness? Yeah, uh, that did the, frustrate me a little. It's like, can we get past this already? Because it's kind of obvious what's going on. Just do something right. about him, you know? And I don't know like, where it goes. <laughs> I think of it as the least subtle demon possession in the history of storytelling. Except for apparently all the characters in the game <laughs> who don't seem to understand it. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah. Right, so there we go. Um, is that everybody? We yep, need a winner. So. Yeah. We need a winner. All of we them. should give it to Cold we Steel. Why? Because Cold Steel uh, did well in the real awards. Yeah, but these aren't the real awards. So which of these did worse in the I real awards? I disagree. Words? I think all of them should win because everybody was happy. Oh, that's I'm such fluffy. a Boko Boko friends thing to say. Happiness <laughs> is the real winner. All right, now let's talk about some losers. What was the dumbest thing this year in either an RPG or from the industry or press? And I know I'm Sam's staying. pick. What's my pick? Yakuza Arkham, Zero? Arkham Knight. Oh, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight was a train wreck. Was it the dumbest I'm, thing ever? You know what? You know me. I am like the hardest of hardcore Batman fangirl. Like, I'm just... I love my Batmans. I wanted to scream playing Arkham Knight. I, is it because Scarecrow is just really scary? <laughs> no, I love Scarecrow. I think Scarecrow is because Joker kept popping out and startling you? Uh, nope. What about the... Nope. What was it? The Man Bat. Oh dear lord! The man bat made me leap out of my skin. No, you know what was actually puppy scary? monkey baby. <laughs> Here, you want to know what was actually scary? The Batmobile. Ugh. The Batmobile was dreadful. I thought like, the PC frame rate was what was really scary in that, that game. That was bad too, but I didn't play it on PC. Okay. But I'd seen the horror stories of like some of the stuff my friends had shown me and stuff, and I was just like, "This is pretty bad." Mm -hmm. Um, but I really. I can't get into Arkham Knight. And then the worst part, of course, was they were like, oh, my God, that villain is totally not the villain you're thinking of. <laughs> it totally is. Like, fuck off, Warner Brothers <laughs> and Rocksteady. Like, stop that. You know, everyone knows it's Jason Todd. Like, let's just get over ourselves. Well, not everybody. So there are people who don't read the comics or anything. <sighs> doesn't right? matter. Yeah, like... I didn't, I'm not the most hardcore Batman fangirl in the world like you, so I, I didn't know. But okay, I, yeah, so it, for Not Batman's... everybody knows about that storyline. It meant a lot to me. It was the same for... with the, the plot twist at the end of Arkham City didn't mean a lot to me because I didn't know that character existed. Well, that's just it, right? Like, if you love the franchise, 
then it's really frustrating because they kept saying over and over again it wasn't going to be Jason Todd repeatedly and it's like no basically you've already set it up that it has to be Jason Todd like so what the hell <laughs> like ugh, I just I, I did not like that game and I couldn't get very far into it just because I just found it frustrating to play and I loved like I loved City I loved Asylum I actually completed Origins because at least you could Origins was at least playable. This one, I just, I had a hard time with. You didn't feel it was playable? I really had a hard time with the Batmobile just because the Batmobile feels like it's floating on air. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really irritating. Like, it controls like a shopping cart. It's as bad as the Mako. And the turbo is unusable. Like, it hit turbo and fly off the road every time. (sighs) And there are all these chases. You're chasing things down but it's a video game, so they're scripted to be uncatch-upable because you're supposed to chase them for X period of time, but this thing is slippery. You can't use the turbo to catch up. It was just a mess. It, 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 it's just awkward. And then the fact that they make you do some races in it, it's like, come on. Like, this was never known for being a racing game. I had so... trouble chasing the fire guy around because uh, you have to line up underneath him, and yep. he... he always stays ahead of you and throws fire and crap in front of the Batmobile. That was that was the most traumatic Batmobile time for me. Was which I don't know why I did that optional side quest, but I did the whole series. And but, like some of them are stupid. pretty bad though. Like I know I was watching Scott and he was playing one of the Riddler ones and the last Riddler um quest that you have to do to save Catwoman. Which why does Catwoman need save, saving? Yeah, she doesn't strike me as someone who needs saving, you know? (laughs) Like, we should be over this. I'm sorry. Um, But he had to do it, like, ten times because it wants you to turbo in certain (laughs) spots, but considering how bad the turbo is, Mm. like, oh my god, just, it's, the the Batmobile's a train wreck in itself. And it's, like, the one thing everybody wanted. Isn't it more of a tank than a train? Yeah. Regardless, it's the thing that everybody wanted, and they did it so poorly kind of has tank mode and train mode. I, I'm sorry. They are very fun. People wanted Batmobile people in wanted one of the these Batmobile. games? Yeah. I, I would think you'd not want that. I would think for. you'd want good writing, the the actual Batman voice from the cartoons, and then um, some collectibles and good combat, you know? I would think well, that's, that's what you need. No? I liked playing Batman as a stealth game myself, because my favorite sections were always the Predator sections. Okay. I just like to see, like, how many of the guys I could string up before I got caught. <laughs> but there wasn't whatever. as much of that in Arkham Knight. No, there wasn't. And that was another thing that just kind of made me sad. I'm like, that all was... the things I like is are gone. And I'm no, just no. No on Arkham Knight. Just say no to Arkham Knight. Damn straight. Got it. Alright. So a- anyone else want to nominate something? Maybe an RPG, even. <laughs> well, I thought this was going to be the Nintendo thing. Yeah, I'll, was... I'll get into that. So, yeah, my, my nomination is uh, the ridiculous amount of censorship that's been going on in game localizations, particularly from Nintendo. Um, it started out towards the end of the year, and it's just getting worse as time goes on. It's causing tons of controversy, and it, it's, it's just ridiculous. Honestly, it just needs to stop. Because I, I get what they're doing. They're, they're rea- they are react. They're reacting to the presses, to the gaming press, reacting to 
what they see as sexism in video games. And I, I totally get why they're doing it, but they got to realize that all they're doing is creating more controversy. When when they cater to one side or the other, they're just going to piss off the other side. And they got to decide which side they want to piss off. And they got to decide which side is going to be buying, buying their games in the end as well. Because I know I'm not going to be buying Fire Emblem Fates. Um, I'm not going to buy Bravely, uh, Bravely Second either for the same reason. And I know well, there's because a lot of the outfits. Of, well, because they completely changed the character class around All right. to be PC. Right. Like they, they removed the, the character class that was based off what Native was it Americans. Oh, and now they yeah. turned it into a cowboy. That's right. Of all things. I mean, it's, it's just which ridiculous. Which is kind of, which I don't know if that's PC, because if you think, you don't really change something from Indians to cowboys if you want to be politically correct. <laughs> it's, it's kind of not the way you want to go there. <laughs> they don't want to offend Native Americans. No, I don't so think that they've achieved that then by go, turning it into a cowboy. I think that they... Oh, I think it's going to come back and bite them. I absolutely <laughs> think it's going to come back and bite them. They must them. not understand like, all, how that works. <laughs> all, these, all these changes are going to come back and bite them. And... I just it needs to end because taking things out of games is never a good idea it it you can make little adjustments here and there to edit the game down and things like that but when you start cutting content especially content that people know exists it just it's re, it reeks of censorship because that's what it is people see it people don't like it they, they just want you to localize the game the way it was originally they don't want you to be messing with well, it well what if like the thing was actually bad in the original game well, and like thing, taking like, it out is making a better see, game. I got into an argument on Twitter with about this the, the right. other day, and that's the argument that uh, Mike Apps made: is right. that the game, the mini game here in Fire Emblem Fates, is terrible, and that's why they took it out. But can you name one other game localization where they've removed a gameplay mechanic because it sucked? I can name tons of games where I wish they removed a gameplay well, mechanic. Well, I mean, we have examples many times over the years where games have been improved during the localization process because they have more time to work on them. Name I mean, um, pretty much every Final Fantasy game. But that's not, it's not the censorship. They're not, change, they're not changing mechanics. They're not well, cutting yeah, they, mechanics. No, no, but they are improving the games and, and adjusting the way that things work during the localization process. And part of that for here might have been just get rid of the frickin' face petting game because it sucks. And, I, and I'm not saying it is or isn't because I haven't played the original. But there's a chance that you know okay. they just didn't like it, right? All right. <laughs> let's say that's that's true in this case. Then let's exp uh, can we explain the same in the same way the removal of the swimsuit costumes because those have also been removed. Okay. They've also edited out a conversation which has been misinterpreted as being a gay conversion therapy. Oh yeah. I so there's a that. ton yep. of things yep. that are being changed yep. in that whole thing. There's yep. tons of tons of things, and the ones that are, if we're going, talking about this year, anyways, and we're talking about 2015. 2015, yeah. The, everything in 2015 has been based around that. Uh, they removed a uh, lingerie costume from Fatal Frame. They removed the the breast slider from Xenoblade Chronicles, as well as uh, a number of costumes from Xenoblade Chronicles. And this this is obvious. It's obvious why they're removing this. It's not to improve the game. It's because they don't want people to be offended. And I can't stand by that. Trying to think where to go next on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying. You're going to stay far away? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. So censorship in games and basically who loses, the breasts lose. I work in the library field, so I'm actually inclined to agree with Adrian. Really? Okay. Well, 
So you want the breast slider to be back in in Xenoblade? (laughs) Well, no, I just mean in the sense that we are all about intellectual rights and freedoms. So stuff like that would be offensive in the library field. (laughs) We'd be looking at that and going like, well, you kind of censored it and that's not cool. But eh, staying out of it still. (laughs) I'm mostly ambivalent, but the thing that I think is odd about it is changing the mechanics of something for people that aren't in your consumer base. Mm. Like, I'm all for companies doing, like, I'm not the only consumer in the world, do things that make other people happy that don't make me happy. I'll live. What I think is weird is they're censoring it for people that aren't going to buy the game anyway and pissing off people who would have bought the game and are now not buying the game. That seems like a strange business move. That does. I mean, are they so paranoid that Fox News is going to have a story about Nintendo showing titties well, all over the place? I don't think Hold on. they're not Hold concerned on. about Fox News. They're concerned about Kotaku and Polygon and other mainstream gaming outlets. Because they're the ones that are making it. But I don't that. think the people getting upset. I, I don't think that's the people that were going to buy the game anyway or reading oh, it. Oh, I agree. I agree entirely. And I think they're going to learn that the hard way once. Uh, once it all starts unraveling. If you're worried about parents buying it for their children, parents aren't reading Kotaku, but they might see a news story. You know. The only boneheaded move for me is uh, my ongoing rage at, but it's now turned into apathy over Nintendo's collector editions and Amiibos and (laughs) gating content between pieces of plastic junk that you have to keep around to enjoy everything in a game and how they've made them unobtainable that Nintendo would have a lot more of my money if they made more of these things and sold them. I think. Well, that's weird because they've been putting them all out and they have been more attainable than they've ever been. I don't buy Amiibos. I'm more talking about the collector's editions. Like like which? Like which? Fire Emblem Fates that sold out in half a day. But that's sold out in half a day. Well, now hold on. For Fates, the collector's edition is just that you get the third part early, right? No, it's a big collector's edition. There's a lot like of, there was the one where you could get both games on it, right? Plus the third yeah. one. Yeah, but like, what else day. do you get in there besides just both games and the third one? The I can't remember. Sold out half a day, and I wanted to buy it. Okay, now I can't. And now you can't. Okay. And they made a collector's edition of uh, Majora's Mask that was the same deal. I wanted to buy it, and it sold out in half a day, and I couldn't because they yeah, get the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. They they, so they are really bad about their collector's editions. You're right about that. So, so the Amiibos is more... Well, wait, that, but aren't they making them collectible by doing it that way? But they're losing money by doing it They that are way. indeed losing money. Okay. But if you're so a collector, you might feel better about it, though, because then you have value in your in your collectible. Well, what's happening is people are pre-ordering like a half dozen of these things and scalping them for five oh. times what they originally cost on Craigslist Well, or you're on right, eBay. but Nintendo can't really <laughs> stop that. Can yeah, they? they can, by releasing yeah. more of them. By releasing more, but then All nobody right. wins. All right. Right. I mean, this isn't like, you know, Sony can only make so many PS3s a year, so they're going to sell them for 600 and people can scalp them. This is Nintendo making pieces of plastic okay. and digital sales included as part of a collector's edition. Well, it's They can make more of them. Well, I think they're getting better at the pieces of plastic thing, to be honest. They're getting better with the Amiibos. And the Amiibos haven't really locked out anything that matters. That's true. They isn't it, Doesn't it lock out a dungeon of an upcoming Zelda game? Yes, but the game is shipping with an amiibo. Uh, I don't think and I have get to keep it. around if I want to use the dungeon. Well, I don't think you can get it without the uh, amiibo. I like mean, that can. is a ge- okay. So I'm looking at based on what's happened so far, Glenn, because that game we don't even know if it's coming out this year. So it's really hard for us Twilight to Princess? talk about that. Oh, Twilight Princess. Oh, you're right. 
Yeah. That comes out in like a month. And there is a, a special thing with Midna, and you can buy that game without Midna. So for me personally, the Amiibo thing doesn't affect me because okay. I haven't bought a Wii U in part because Nintendo just hasn't appealed to me as a consumer that that's, I would buy that. And I haven't bought any Amiibos for a similar reason. There's just nothing out there I want to buy. Right. So for me personally, it's more the collector's editions that sell out so fast that then sometimes I don't buy the game, period. Sometimes I'll buy it, but I would have spent more in the collector's edition, which you would think has a good profit margin. To me, this is what confuses me by Nintendo as a business where... I don't think they want to make money, or they don't want my money, at least. Yeah, I, that that summary of Nintendo has been around for a little while, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I guess <laughs> who, the biggest, bonehead, biggest yep. bonehead move is Nintendo, then. I guess okay, I, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> Are you okay with that, Sam? Totes. All right, do I have one? Do I get one? Um, you think I think about this stuff more. Hmm. I think you guys caught everything that matters. It's got to be something. Something stupid. Shadowrun Hong Kong shouldn't suck. <laughs> According to Glenn Wilson. Yeah. Sounds a little petty, Chris. You're still heartbroken. I'm just trying to get on with the show. Is the problem. All right. Nintendo's the winner. Good job, Nintendo. Everyone right. doesn't understand you. Everyone's favorite award. All right. It's the Everyone Actually Just Wheels is Wrong Award. The RPG you can't believe people like or dislike. Um, also, the most reviewed game in hopes you believe us and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> this title gets longer every year, I think. <laughs> so are there any games that everybody else was wrong about that you well, don't you know understand? What? I'm going to bring it up again because it did oh, come out as a really say. Xenoblade Chronicles, you're all wrong. It sucks. <laughs> That's okay. all I'm saying about it. Wheels loves Xenoblade Chronicles, so that works. Too. That does work. Yeah. <laughs> Acceptable answer. I'm, I'm going to say Monster Hunter because I don't understand the appeal. So you're you wrong. Played. You know what's funny? I didn't understand the appeal either until Monster Hunter 4 came out this year and I played it and I actually really liked it. Like I didn't, I didn't really like good. Monster Hunter 3, but Monster Hunter 4 was a lot of fun. I really did enjoy it. I have Four really smooths up up some of the problems with three and and previous ones, yeah. I think the biggest thing is that there's no underwater fights. Oh, yeah, good point. Ooh. I still don't get it. Plus, I really so love the insect glaive. The insect glaive is awesome. It is cool. You gotta think about what you're doing. Oh, and you'd get this boing jump over the monster and then I love land the jump, on them. Yep. The pole jump that <laughs> <Yep>. was awesome. <laughs> still I think don't get it. It's a good game. I think the least fun overpraised game I played last year that people keep talking about how the writing is amazing and the characters are amazing and the story is amazing and when it comes down to it it was just not damn fun to play as Undertale I Ooh. also agree with that one <laughs> did Wheels like that game? Can we, can we no can we Wheels didn't play it I looked oh, okay. play it. how could he not? okay I mean it has a great idea and a great gimmick to it I think it needed to be about a third as long and fun and then I would have liked it better. Well, let's and, just assume that Wheels would like it if he had played it. The whole strength of Undertale is supposed to be in playing it multiple times. But the problem is when the game's not fun and it's too long and it's slow, I'm not going to play it multiple times just to see different characters say different things when you play the game differently after looking up on a walkthrough how you're supposed to play it to get the different things. But yeah. I did, I, it's very original and I really like the ending a lot. It did some unique things that only an indie game would do, but it's not its not a good game. And the music is lovely. I'm um, not so much a fan of indie 
crap midi ear piercing sounds. So I wasn't big on the music. Gaia Five, Wheels, you're wrong about this Gaia Five. Clearly, it's a perfect gem. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Did you wait? Do you li- I'm I'm confused. Do you like or dislike Disgaea Five, Sam? Wheels actually gave it a two and a half, and oh, somebody wow. on the forums ripped him a new hole. Yeah. Because he played it wrong. Oh, he played it wrong. Okay. Apparently, so the forum my, ripped my him a new fun. hole because they said all his complaints were valid, but those valid complaints didn't make the game not fun. So I've played it for about an hour, and it doesn't look like it's shaping up to be an improvement in the series. So, so yeah. To be that guy, mm-hmm. wheels. It's a perfect gem. Mm-hmm. Shut your face. Okay, perfect. I still oh. love you, wheels. It's okay, man. Which game are we talking about now? This guy of five. five. You're saying this guy of five is perfect. Because I'm, uh, Chris, you're slow. Uh, yeah. I I don't know if you're channeling <laughs> the, the guy in the forum or if you're saying guide. it. Oh, it is. Continue. I have Continue. one. I have one. Legends of the Sword Coast, the D and D game, or Tales of the Sword Coast. What's it called? Yes. It's Sword Coast Legends. I've liked every minute I've spent in that game, and I don't understand myself why I haven't played it more. I just haven't had the time. And why we haven't had giant like play sessions of people just playing together online using the DM module functionality to multiplay and stuff. And I guess we're just a bunch of shut-ins because the way that game works is really cool, and the support it has for doing um, D&D-style dungeons together is awesome, and it works, and this game um, should be praised by more people i would think and nobody seems to care about Chris, it what? go Maybe talk no with scott i know i think Didn't the problem is does he scott not like it at all <laughs> scott really hates it yeah i've never heard and of it. <laughs> you've never heard of it <laughs> it's a yeah. D game sweetie it came out next to uh, at the same time that uh you know trails in the sky came out so uh, you were, must have been on acid. I think I've never heard of it, and no one on staff played it. But yeah. Other than Scott. No, Scott. you're right. Yeah, not many people Scott played it. Count. Yeah. <laughs> it came out at a terrible time. Um, There's a lot of games that came out at a terrible time. Let's be real here. This year was the year nobody had to figure out how to plot a release date. <laughs> True. Gee, like... I think that's the official name for uh, 2015. <laughs> the, the year I, I think of, that works. The year right. no one knew how to plot a release date. That's right, perfect. Cool. I mean... Crap, we had how many games come out in December? Let's get to the December category. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So I think we can call it 2016 at the same time, the the year that nobody has any idea when, when to plot a release date because there's too much freaking coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also the year of the JRPG because it's really yes. just a lot of JRPGs. If you don't like JRPGs, that time this in is the cycle. for you. Everyone's got their development done, so... Just, just go, go play XCOM. That's clearly the only thing you can do with Ugh. yourself. Ooh. I'll replay Witcher 3 <laughs> No, you should play more XCOM. I'll resub to Heaven's War. Oh, XCOM's a good game. I cheated I, in that one, I'm now an too. XCOM widow again, so... <laughs> I'm fine with I, it. I, I had to cheat in XCOM. Kill me so wait, this time. I was going to say, does being an XCOM widow mean that you're playing the game and you named a character after your husband and he died? <laughs> no, no, but that's, that's how Scott plays XCOM. Yeah. <laughs> Scott actually names every single person in the does game he after give him, somebody he knows. Does he give them, like, well-colored armor and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he goes all it out. It takes like, a while the- to do that, and then if you lose them, oh, my gosh. Okay, in the first game, Corporal Becky Cunningham made it to the end of the game, and she died like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> he was so proud. Good he was job. like, damn you, Corporal Becky. I, I died, like, halfway through the game. I was disappointed. I was oh, like, was she the volunteer for him or something? You know, 
I'm not sure. I can't okay. remember what it was, like, how Becky managed to survive and how everybody else died horribly. Like, Glenn, you died really early on in the game. I'm honored to have even lived. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, XCOM Widow. It's cool. I like to hope I'm going to last See, more battles. See, my thought is, there was sometimes Zach showed a screenshot, and it was a game with four characters, and he named one of them after me. And I'm like, how sad and lonely is your life that you name four oh. characters in a game, and one of them is me? Oh, <laughs> you mean Artifact Adventure, because I was the one of the characters, too. <laughs> Zach I needs more, not just real a... friends, but, like, internet friends. I, I was, how I was am I a... number four on his list? I think At least with XCOM, just... you get a lot of people to name. Maybe he thought it looked like you. Maybe. He was bald. There you go. I guess I could be the only bald person he knows. That's All right, good. and That's the awesome. winner is bald people. Bald people, got it. Bald people's the winner, which is another way of saying nobody wins. Because either you're playing bad games and you don't realize it, or you're not playing good games and you don't realize it. So, or your wheels. Or your wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Wheels automatically loses this category by default. Uh, best RPG to, de to appear in December. Somebody needs to tell me all the games that came out in December. Who knows? So there was Summer Night 5, Trails of Cold Steel, Xenoblade Chronicles X, and Yakuza 5. That's, That's not that many. We, That's not that many. That's more than we get in a normal December. Well, yeah. look at now those hold on. Releases, yeah, but look at November. Are all big releases other than maybe right. Summer Night 5. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, like Xenoblade Chronicles was a game people were anticipating. Trails of Cold Steel, okay, people on our site had it as a high appeal game. Mm -hmm. And then Yakuza 5, I was the hype train. Yes, you were. You were the conductor of the hype train. And then there was Summon Night 5, which nobody played except me. So uh, I, I, I tried it. I actually, I, I picked it up and, and tried that out, and... Um, yeah, not it's a thing. It's 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 not for me. <laughs> Actually, I think it's for Anna, but she won't try it because it's Gaijin works. <laughs> she doesn't like them. So it's a it's an interesting one. I'll uh, I'll give it that. Yeah, it's uh, it's got issues. So the winner is the game with five in the title, but not Summon Night Five. So winner is Yakuza. Done. Category over. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> ouch. So Sam says Yakuza. Adrian I says trails are tri or trails rather. Excuse me. Oh, of course. Uh, Glenn says none because he didn't play any of them. None. Right. I actually didn't know Yakuza Five came out this December. Did you know anything came out <laughs> last you, year? Do you even pay attention to our site, Glenn? Is anything, anything that for us? You were supposed October to make fun of me for not reading the site. What have October you been doing? January was a very very busy time at work. So no, I didn't really. So he's making excuses again. So we have an issue here because I also vote for Yakuza. So no, the winner's Yakuza because Glenn doesn't get a say and we outvote Adrian. Okay. So but, but, bam. Yakuza. But do we feel stronger about it? Okay. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Yakuza Five is better than Cold Trails Steel of Cold Steel. Needs less immersion, more brothel mini games. Is that Hell's what it yeah, is? I think. <laughs> oh. Um, what's your biggest letdown for the year? We're almost there, folks. Biggest letdown? Hmm. Well, I'm going to go with Yokai Watch. Um, I was so hyped for that game last year. It was uh, on my list of the five games I was most anticipating. 
And it was just a huge disappointment. I was not impressed, other than the visuals, of course, which were awesome. But yeah, it was. We've already talked at length about it, so I won't go yep. in anymore. That's fair. Yeah. I'm actually gonna also be Team Yokai Watch because Adrian hyped me up for Yokai Watch. It was so good at the start, though. It was, and then it just. I know. Just went he downhill. hyped me up, so I blame him. He's completely at fault. Keep I can't say Yokai Watch because I'd already heard Adrian and Sam whine about it, <laughs> it was, and then I bought it anyway, and then I played it, and it was exactly what I expected. Okay, so you so weren't so let better. down whatsoever. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> let, let, me, let me get this straight. You're harping on me for buying Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS when you went out and bought a game that you knew from that we'd already told you was not that good, and you went was, and bought it anyway. I was expecting a 3 out of 5. I got a 3 out of 5. I pl- I'll buy a three out of five. See, he's not disappointed, he, and he, yeah. he knew what he was getting. So yeah. that's fair. So my biggest letdown will be Fallout 4, which, again, I don't have a great way to articulate why it was so disappointing to me. But Fallout 3 was one of my favorite games ever. And Fallout 4, it might have been the... I, I think my problem with Fallout 4 might have been that I wanted to play it right away, and I wasn't having a lot of free time. So I was coming home pissed from work and then playing Fallout 4 and not really being in the right mood. So I don't know. It might have been the problem. Might have been Fallout Four story is a piece of trash. It's boring. It's not interesting. Fallout Three story was a piece of trash too. I I don't know about Fallout Three. I know that Fallout Four's story is not so great. There's nothing interesting to do in a side quest. There's nothing interesting to interact with. You can't really be yourself. None of the the dialogue systems matter. They don't give you the choices you used to get. Nothing that you just said matters because that's not the problem I have with Fallout. What is your problem? I didn't think it was that fun to play. Nothing I said this matters. Well, I was getting I just, to not being fun to play. I was trying to list why I don't find find it fun to play. So, like, like Fallout, I hate Fallout the combat. The exploration. So I enjoyed exploring the world. I enjoyed the wasteland. Fallout 4, okay. the world was too big. It was kind of too packed with stuff. So it was just more of a constant... Wait, it's too big and too crowded at the same right. time? Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. so there's too much to explore. So there's always something that you can look at. Yeah. I know well, people enjoyed the it game. seems like a like good thing. Yeah. Huh? That sounds like it would be a good thing, but no. Yeah. That's well, I love that some, part of the game. That's why I loved big, it. Lately has become an issue for me in games that if there's just too much to do with and it's all exactly the same and there's nothing really driving you. Okay. So there's no side quest really pushing you. There's no interesting story driven like characters pushing you to do something. So I would say an example of like from what I liked in Witcher 3 was the world was big but usually I was exploring it because an interesting side quest drove me to. That I was taking a contract on a monster, and then there's a little bit of narrative around why that monster exists, and usually there's an evil human behind it, and those side stories were a lot more interesting, and the experiences were different, and you're fighting different things. Mm -hmm. With Fallout 4, you're fighting the same three or four enemies types, Mm -hmm. and there was no real logic to the world. There wasn't much storytelling in the world itself to me. It was just kind of... There's a you know there's a monster house. You go in there, you kill all the monsters. You get overburdened with loot, and then you go home. And there's a monster house every block. It yep. just kind of it got old. Uh, the mechanics of that game are crap. I in in my opinion as well. Um, I hadn't gotten to that yet. <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> you cut me off too early. Yeah. Um, th- so I, some of those game things for me are forgivable because as I mentioned earlier, I cheat in this game. And so I've, I've got like a, a 10 quadrillion limit for my carry weight, so I don't worry about there being too much loot or not, except I still have to go through it to find stuff that, to actually equip. So the management of those things, systems still sucks, even if you have unlimited anything. Um, well, that's because you're not supposed to have unlimited things. If you're selling stuff frequently, you're not going to have that problem. Yeah, I don't want to sell things frequently. That isn't fun either. <laughs> There's no good solution to the way they I handle it. I don't want it. money. I want junk. 
I don't want junk. I want caps. Um. Well, you know, another thing, Chris, you haven't gotten to yet is uh, the factions in the game aren't well done. No. Like, one of the driving motivations very late in the game I... is you're supposed to have all these factions. So and... I visited the Blimp, and I hate the Brotherhood of Steel. I think okay, so they're racist faction. jerks. Um, I have not... Say what? So you've met faction. I've met a faction. You're right. I haven't met the Institute people yet, right? Or the well, Underground he's Railroad. He's met two factions. He's also met the... Uh, the Watchmen. The, uh, the Watchmen, the Minutemen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Minutemen, yeah. So I yeah I and I understand that I still haven't I still need to interact with the uh, institute and the the railroad right but um I but there's a point in the story where the narrative just kind of drops and I think you're supposed to be so driven to help a faction that's what keeps you going mm-hmm. and I just I found none of the factions likable and none of them were well written none of them really had characters I found interesting it was kind of like a bunch of people who are either boring or detestable and I was supposed to help one of them. So one of the things I like to do in a computer game like this, and I did this with the the first two Fallouts, um, uh, and pretty much any computer RPG that I play, is I play them as though they are a messiah simulator. Like, it is my job to make everybody's problems better, um, and if I do anything wrong, to reload a save file and do it right, or if I need to figure out how I can be everything to everyone by maxing out my stats or whatever that I need to do so that everyone can be happy and I can get all the rewards and make everybody happy around me. Um, I there, Not only is that not something you can really do in Fallout 4 because it isn't written in that to be that sort of game where you're fixing everyone's problems, but um, once you go ahead and unlock everything, it, even if you push all your stats up and stuff, it's there's no... There's none of that sense of kind of uh, fulfilling requests or, or meeting needs or, or being able to guide um, the way that events unfold to better resolutions. You get a little bit of it, but it, it's not really there the way it was where you have these giant choice trees that could go completely differently in the old games from what I've played so far. And maybe there's more of that later. No, that's all pretty... That's all accurate. I, I just think. don't feel like it's as fulfilling for me, and I don't feel like I'm... You know, I don't feel like I'm improving the world that much, um, and that's a big thing for me. Is like, well, th- things got screwed up out here. I better make it better. And I don't know that I feel that I'm making progress in that. But uh, well, one of the steps down too is the world isn't a wasteland. You know, Fallout Three was a wasteland, mm-hmm. so there's only people to help and hurt. Okay. Fallout Four is really Boston's not that poor off. Right. They're, the Minutemen seem to be shot themselves in the foot to lead themselves to a point where they're just one guy about to die in a building when you save him. Mm-hmm. But everyone else is pretty much doing okay other than the Institute sending homicidal robots out every now and then. So there isn't that much of a feeling like you're helping or saving people because the communities are pretty established and they're doing aight and the storyline doesn't do a whole lot to touch them other than factions killing each other. Well, to be to be fair, um, Fallout Three had a lot of that too. I mean, let's face it: the uh, what's it called the um, uh, that the first city you visit, Megaton. Megaton, yeah, that's a pretty well established and yeah. extremely safe settlement as well. Yep. The only Except... difference is that you can blow the crap out of it. If you want <laughs> right, to. right. You can help or hurt people throughout. Absolutely, the game. Yes, but that's all up to you. You can you can blow them to hell. But so you know Meg- what? If you really want, is... so you I like Megaton. In, I think Megaton was go well into done. Diamond City yeah. and just blast the crap out of everyone there too. You just take a gun. There's no, there's, there's no, there's nothing. There's no reason to do it. There's no reason to do it. But really, is there a reason? To blow up Megaton either, other than just to be. But a it's dick. like it's a it's a sneaky at risk. Megaton <laughs> seems okay, except for someone is trying to kill all of them, and they want you to help. 
So by disarming the bomb, you're helping them. But also, Megaton's the only safe settlement really in the world in the wasteland, other than the, well, the group at the carrier. Power is safe too until you release ghouls into it. Like seriously, <laughs> every yeah. settlement in the wasteland in Fallout Three is safe until you get there. <laughs> See, I love that. that that's a, it drives you to do things to that's help funny. or to hurt. Yeah. You can be a messiah, or you can take the three settlements of peaceful people and kill them all. You can meet is Harold, it, who's around this? in Fallout 1 and Fallout 2, and yep. burn him to death as he screams in agony, no! or do other things. Don't do that see, to this, Harold. This, this actually brings me up to what I have a theory about why How so many people get loved to Fallout 3 and didn't like Fallout 4, and why other people weren't so huge on Fallout 3, but liked Fallout 4 a lot more. And it all depends on what it was about the games that really drove you. Like you're saying, Glenn, what really drove you in Fallout 3 and why you really liked it is because you had those options. You had those karmic options where you could blow stuff up or be a saint. You could be a messiah or a villain, right? Yeah, I think of them as like you have dangling carrots in the game. Exactly. Fallout 4 took a very different approach, and that's one of the reasons I liked it personally, is that Fallout 4 wasn't about vast karmic choices and things. It wasn't about you making all the decisions about the world. It was just about the world. You went out into the world, there was this all this crazy stuff going on, and you're just a part of it. You're not really influencing it. You're just... You're there, you're witnessing it, you're experiencing it, and you have your own little part to play, but you're not as big a deal. It's more about exploring the world, finding all the cool little things that are hidden in there. And there was so much to find. And that's what I really love. So, but you think the world's interesting is the problem. And if you don't think the world's interesting, that kind of fails. Like to, to compare it to other to two other massive open world games I enjoyed last year, to compare it to Heavensward and compare it to Witcher Three, there are oh, things Heaven's in Witcher Sword Three and really Heavensward count. that send you out to do things. It, I'm not saying finding Aether Currents was the most fun I ever had in a video game, but it made me explore every obscure corner of Heavensward, and I more or less enjoyed that. But that was what Fallout Four was missing to me. Was well, something the thing that sent me out to, to find Fallout in Fallout Four wasn't was the fact that I could just wander around and find stuff. Honestly, my the biggest I think the biggest mistake Fallout Four had was that it had a main story at all. I think it would have been better if you woke up from your cryo sleep, everything was gone, you went out to the world, there was nothing guiding you. You just, just went out there and yeah, exactly, just a giant wasteland sandbox, and you made your own story out of it. You met the factions, and like all the factions could still be there. They could all have their own independent storylines going on. You could help out where you wanted to, but you made your own motivation. Well, what's I think the it would point have been of making a man? What's the point of making a man out of time without making a story about the fact that you're a man out of time? Well, consider this, okay? Consider this: the every man out of time story that exists is almost always not about the man, but about the world. That's the point. Like, look at like the oldest ones that exist, like say "Day of the Triffids" by John Wyndham. That story starts off with a character who's in a hospital during the apocalypse, misses the apocalypse, and he has to go out. He's the only person left with his... Everyone loses their vision. He's the only per, one of the only people left in the world who still has vision, and he goes out there, and it's all about the world. It's all about the crazy stuff that's happening. It's not about him and his experiences. It's about everything that's going on, and he's trying to figure out what's going on in the world. I think Fallout 4 would have been better if they'd done something like that. I'm not familiar with that story, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna look I like this sandbox up. <laughs> games too. I mean, that, that's I don't know. It is, I do think it's a gray area, and it might have had more to do with my mood when I was playing Fallout Four than anything else. Okay, for a more but contemporary I, I example, pushing me. More contemporary example. Uh, Twenty-eight days later. Again, I haven't seen that away. either. Okay, well, <laughs> it's a zombie movie. It's I don't the care same about sort of idea. Movies. The character wakes up in the hospital. He yeah. 
the zombie apocalypse, and he has no idea what's going on, but it's not really about him. Mm -hmm. It's about the world and him trying to survive in the world. Well, to stay in video game mechanics, I think Bethesda went more a Skyrim, Elder Scrolls kind of side quest route where everything is kind of run here, fetch questy, as opposed to yeah, Fallout 3. Yeah, but Skyrim's 3. fun. It is fun. But <laughs> so as I, to, and they didn't 3, do that here. <laughs> as opposed to Witcher 3 and Fallout 3, where the side quests are more thought out, especially with Fallout 3, there were very few well thought out side quests, and the world was mostly empty. Whereas in Fallout 4 and Skyrim, it's more. You have here are these hundreds of sky of side quests. None of them are particularly interesting, but they make you run around. So I thought I thought Fallout Four was more of a hybrid between Fallout Three and Skyrim mechanic-wise, but it ended up not as fun as either of them. I'm just getting bored talking about Fallout Four. Anyway. All right, well let's let's move Me on. Me too. <laughs> You're the host, dude. Move yeah. It. Well, who's our winner for biggest letdown? Fallout 4. For Yokai Watch, so I think Yokai Watch. Yeah, it looks Yo-Kai like Watch. Yokai Watch might have disappointed me if I expected it to be good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. Yokai Watch, you win, but Fallout 4, we had a lot to say about you. <laughs> All right, time for it. Best overall RPG of the year. Adrian says Trails of the Sky Cold Steel, right? Yep. Yakuza 5. I think this is just going to be the uh, best RPGs to appear in December all over again. <laughs> hey, no, Witcher 3. Grandma says Witcher 3. Grandma says Witcher 3. Grandma likes her Witcher 3. My vote shouldn't count as much as yours because I didn't finish very many this year. Um, but I, I would pick um, the, the Tales of uh, Tales Sister. of Zesteria out of what I did play. So... Um, how do we solve this? This is hard. All of them are winners because again we were all happy. No, no, we have to pick one. Oh, Jitsis, you could have Fallout Four. The winners Fallout Four. The winners Fallout Four. <laughs> I I will fallout fight that one because yeah, I would fight it too. I mean, I mean, I guess we could give it to Ron. <laughs> yeah, how would Heaven's work? Let's, let's say the winner's Heavensward. No, give us yeah, a Heavensward. We really didn't talk about Heavensward much, considering we both liked it. It's yeah, boring. I know. It got overshadowed by another game for both yeah. of us, right? It was boring. What, Sam? It's boring. What is? Heavensward. Boring. Done. You haven't played it. You haven't watched a husband play it either. It's a good point. Still boring. If you, you played it, it boring until you're trying to find aether currents. <laughs> <laughs> and the Still one boring. damn aether oh. current that's on top of a minimally oh, the scalable the frozen oh dragon's God. head that you that have was to the get. Worst. <laughs> I hated that one so much. All right, so I'm willing to withdraw from this because <laughs> Sam. All right, Sam. Uh, why Yakuza 5 over these other Cause games? Because I, I typed it in faster than ever. Because <laughs> you typed it in the dock faster. Okay. What about Story of Seasons? You gave Story of Seasons the same score as Yakuza 5, but you didn't compliment it at all. <laughs> your face, Glenn. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, we, we, we can't. So the problem here is that Adrian's only played Trails on this list. 
Sam's only played Yakuza. Glenn's only played Witcher 3. I've only played Tales of Asteria. So we Wait, can't well, well, actually I've compare. Tales of Asteria. Okay. But you wouldn't nominate it. You would nominate Yakuza Sounds 5. Sounds like she just denominated yeah, it. Yeah. So, but I'm okay with that one going away. Because I, I matter least here. So Tales okay. of Cold Steel Yakuza Witch Hunt. Yay! <laughs> Tales of Cold Yakuza 5 Wild Hunt. That's, okay. that's the winner. Because we just really can't decide here. <laughs> But yeah, it seems like we have a stalemate. You didn't do the podcast yeah. at a time that more than three people could join. Listen, I can never do it at a time where more than three. I was lucky to get as many as we got last year, which was I think it was like four. <laughs> Actually, Will said I mean, he could join after ten, didn't he? Yeah, he just, well, then he didn't. He well, no, I just there's no point in bringing him in late, right? Because his opinions are always wrong. No, because it's gonna make this. <laughs> <laughs> So the winner really I want us to be able to have a cohesive conversation from beginning to end. And do we, have that? Do we really need to make this even longer? <laughs> well, to be to be fair to Glenn, I did watch Scott play almost all of Witcher 3. And I still really want to play it. I still really want to play it. Witcher 3? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the Adrian. other one I'm like kind of mad at Adrian, you agree with Witcher 3, played. right? Do I? No. I haven't played it. I haven't oh, you haven't it. played it. Okay, so that sounds like The Witcher Three. Good. It's like all oh, I know is I didn't like Witcher One or Two. So it's like all those complaints you had about Fallout Four just now. It's like same game, but none of those. The Witcher so, Three. Uh, try that at some point then. <laughs> Wait, whose complaints? My complaints or Adrian's complaints? Yes. No one's. <laughs> we have one more thing to do, which is make some predictions. All right, I'm so sorry. We can all be pointed at and laughed. Are all at the predictions just going to be Persona Five again? <laughs> that's a bo- that's Gosh, boring. If Adrian not. does that, we should slap him. Honestly, I, think you're I right. don't know this year because there's so much coming out. It's insane. My backhand doesn't reach Vancouver. <sighs> we'll work on that, Glenn. We'll stretch your arm out. It'll be fine. All right, what game do you think will be the best in 2015? Everyone, go to the go to the future sh- tab on the sheet. <laughs> Get an idea. Um, oh, Yakuza Zero in 2016. Excuse me, I said 2015. <laughs> so, uh, is Persona Duh. Five coming out in 2016? We're we going with know. yes. I think there's a good chance of that, but you can yeah. say, but y- you can say if you disagree later in the third prediction category. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, I've been thinking about it for a while, and honestly, I think I'm going to have to say Trails of Cold Steel 2. Okay. Because yeah. honestly, after after how good Trails of Cold Steel was, I am so hyped for this game. Yeah, and you're real, honestly, taking a real leap here on this one. All right. I think it's going to be fantastic. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is Final you, Fantasy coming out this year? 15? Which? Yeah. Possibly. That's going in a different category. They say it's coming out this year. You can choose to believe them. Uh, was it a Kickstarter notes. game? Kickstarter <laughs> games always lie. <laughs> With the amount of I'm money sure they spent, you think it would be. When Final Fantasy 15 was announced, Kickstarter wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> oh god! I wouldn't be surprised true. if Final Fantasy 16 is, has a Kickstarter. Because why not? Just announce it at E3 when people are excitable, and you'll get lots of free money. Yay, free money! Hmm. Uh, I think my pick is going to have to be Persona 5. I just don't see anything else jumping out at me. Alright, so I'm having trouble um, because I've already played XCOM 2, and I know it's a really good game. But I can also go so I can hedge my bets there and kind of feel okay. But we've got 
a new Deus Ex coming out later this year, which I should probably also really enjoy. And more importantly, Persona 5. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Persona 5. <laughs> Wait, what? Why am I going with XCOM? <laughs> Deus XCOM. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not doing Deus XCOM. Remember, people at home can't see you typing in the sheet, so let them, let's give them some grace here and move that frick on. All right. <laughs> Do we have a winner like for the... the I like the changes already. All right. <sighs> winner for... Wait, changes of what? What have we been... No, I'm watching people change things. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the uh, winner for the uh, what game will be best, of course? It's Persona 5. Yes. All right, most overhyped of 2016, Adrian. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to say Final Fantasy 15. Stop stealing my thunder, you butt. Actually, you know what? No, no, scrap that, scrap that. Not Final Fantasy 15. I'm going to say Final Fantasy 7 Remake. That ain't coming out this year. <laughs> it's not coming out this year. But that's all right, sad. fine. That's a waste, think so? a waste of a vote. I actually don't think there's a lot of hype behind that remake. Is aren't people like dumping on it? Oh because... no, there's a lot of oh, people. No, there's a lot of hype. There's Re- a lot of. Oh, I'm hyped for it, but yeah. I think it's probably. I think it goes both ways. There's our circle where we know the truth. You know what's how things how reality occurs. But there's people out there who are just. You know, hey, they finally gave us what we want. People you're making up. What? Um, No, I mean people I sat in front of at E3. E3 is not a great barometer for long-term hype. No, but they let a lot of like normal people in nowadays to those press conferences. I know that I've only heard negative things about the Final Fantasy VII. Yes, because you only talk to negative people. (laughs) (laughs) Works for me. That's how I knew that Yokai Watch was going to be no good. Reminder that Glenn is a special snowflake. <laughs> All right, Grandma, what's going to be most overhyped? 15. Okay. Glenn and I have the right answers. See, I'm actually, I would turn this around. I would feel like 15 is the less hyped of the two games. Um, but whatever. I, I'm going in with my, you know, the fact that we're going to finally get maybe a release date. Because I really don't give you what, know for crap 15? about Final Fantasy ever, but that one yeah. actually, at least maybe this year, might actually get its release date. Yeah, Seven Remake isn't coming in 2016. I I sincerely get. doubt it. Yeah, I what know they say the it first is. Trailer was already in English. We'll see. I I you just know? I just don't believe it. <laughs> Torment Tides of Numenura had an English trailer three years ago. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's the same situation, but okay. <laughs> That game's coming Final out this Fantasy year. Final Fantasy 15 had an English trailer about 10 years ago. It's yeah, true. Torment might be good. Hmm. Chris, what's your pick? Oh, now i got to think about Torment. Hmm. I'm going... Oh, overhyped. What about well, Dark Torment's Souls? not hyped, so... Dark yes. Souls 3's got some hype. Torment is hyped if you talk to people that don't just play JRPGs. True. <laughs> is Torment hyped by people who don't like Infinity Engine games, though? Um, I don't know. Everyone doesn't like Affinity Engine games nowadays. So that would kind of be everybody. Oh, well, then they might be happy because they've been making some changes to the formula. That oh, all right. isn't it? It's not real time with Pauls, right? Isn't right. It just Pauls? It's not. Yeah, it's not real time. You with wish Pauls. to Pauls all the time. This is the game for you. I thought I forget what exactly they did, but it's not like the Baldur's Gate or the. It's turn based. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Did you fall asleep? 
No, I'm seriously He's sitting here thinking. still thinking overhyped, overhyped, overhyped. And I, everything's so negative now. I just, nothing feels. Put on briefly gonna... second. No, this I've got one. not even played default yet. I can't, can I do Fire Emblem Fates? Can yeah. I just take a stab that that's going to be the one that's overhyped? It comes out it's tomorrow. Out 2016. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's actually a really good, uh, really good choice. Actually. Yeah. I think that's probably going to be right now that I really think about it. Um, can I change my vote to that? <laughs> no. I would choose uh, SMT versus Fire Emblem, but A, I don't know if we're getting that this year, and B, I don't think anyone's hyped about it anymore. And C, you don't know <laughs> if we're getting that ever. You know, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. They also, might... Adrian, you threw your vote away. So the they're gonna <laughs> censor. They're gonna censor out the SMT in that game. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, least likely to come out in 2016. We didn't pick a winner. Oh, I'm sorry. Winner. We gotta be right. We hope. Can we just say Final Fantasy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's just say Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy in, oh. in general just overhyped. <laughs> it's so sad that that's the case anymore. Well, we've already had Explorers this year, right? And I'm pretty sure that was overhyped. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know who hyped it, but yeah. That's... Wheels. <laughs> um, go play Monster Hunter instead. It's m- that's much basically better. what I've been hearing, too, yeah. It is a much better version of that. I've been playing it with, some, with, with Michael and Chrissy, and it is not... It's fun to play with them, but it's not a good game. <laughs> How do I play? I are you sure play. that you're just playing it three people who are all bad at video games? No, it is not a good game. Okay. It's not, yeah, it's not interesting. The combat's not interesting. The problem is I'm spoiled by playing something where the combat is the game, like Monster Hunter. And then you come here and it's just completely uninspired. And it's like, oh, you could have been better. Um, Wow. All right. So Sam has put in a nomination for our next and final category. Least likely to come out in 2016. Sam says Cyberpunk 2077. Wait, but no one... That's true, but I don't think it has that projected release date, does it? I don't think they've said uh, it's no, still. When they announced it in 2014, they were saying 2016. So. On our on our spreadsheet, it's listed for 2017. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm still okay. putting it there because right. I still want it. Okay, and I, I think it'll be better. No, <laughs> you're picking a game that's not coming out this year. Okay, okay, you, fine, you fine, 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 fine. Yeah. Let me pick a real game. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are butts. Uh huh. Uh, I have to think of a real game now. All right, Adrian, do you have one? Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark and say Persona Five. No, you can't do that again. <laughs> For this one, I can, because I, I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna slip again. I think like it'll come out in Japan, but I think the North American release date will be pushed back All right. by a couple months. So I okay. think it's probably gonna come out here, like maybe March or April. Okay. Sam, did you come up with one? Glenn, do you have one? Okay, I do have one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wait. Oh, Sam's got one. As much as I want it to come out this year, I actually have a weird hunch about Zero Dawn, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, I'm actually really interested in that one. Is that an RPG? You punch robo-dinosaurs in the face like Monster Hunter, yes. Okay. All right. Don't fight me on it. All right. I, I okay. punch it because okay. I want to punch robo-dinosaurs. Okay. All right, all right. Yep. You can punch the robot-dinosaurs. I'm sorry. Damn straight. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, not this year. <laughs> All right. Glenn? I'm not Basically super aware that. of release dates, but... But we have a sheet about it. Project Setsuna supposed to be 2016? Yes, it is. That has a name now. What is Project Setsuna's yeah, it's, thing? Yeah, it's too complicated. It's a Japanese name. It's, 
we haven't had yeah. Yeah, we don't yeah. games without a English name I'm going to predict won't make the 2016 that they have projected okay because it, it has an actual name now has um, it been announced even for localization yet like do we know that well, it's they, coming to the west they can announce it at E3 Toyuki no Setsuna that sounds um, like an English name thanks Chris yeah I know right <laughs> <laughs> or Setsuna of Snow and Sacrifice our game page has a little American flag by it, so it has an American release. Would our know, it definitely looks really pretty. Uh, Wikipedia is listening at North America 2016, so I, it, apparently we are supposed to think it's coming. I play to win. That's my pick. Did it launch in Japan? No, not it's yet. not out yet. Yeah, okay. Uh, and it's not even being developed in house with Screen Enix. It's Tokyo RPG Factory, whoever they are. Great. That usually works. Well, you know, it means the game actually comes out. So it has <laughs> that Final advantage. Fantasy 14 1.0 get made not in Japan and yeah. come out? Yeah. Good point. <laughs> well, I don't think it's not being made in Japan. I mean, the name of the company is Tokyo RPG Factory. I assume they're based in Tokyo. Yeah, that's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> Chinese developers have sneaky names. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, like the they Tokyo don't... is spelled with a CK or something No, like it's that? No, they make, they make RPGs for people who live in Tokyo. They don't live in Tokyo, but they make Tokyo-styled RPGs. So... It's like, uh, you know, Toyota I'm making just, American I'm, I'm cars, right? like a Chinese sweatshop now. It's called Tokyo RPG <laughs> Tokyo Factory. RPG. <laughs> and they're just... Made in China. Like, oh, man. <laughs> All right. Least like... I'm going to pick... Probably... I don't know if I picked this last year or not, but I, I'm i not sure the Zelda Wii U is ever coming at this point. So I'm picking that one. I think Mac was the one that picked it for all the awards last year. Yeah. Um, Until it has an actual name. I'll, I'll believe it's coming out when it has an actual name. No. That's, that's what I'll say. I honestly think it's being delayed and bundled with the next system that'll be announced this year. With the NX? Yeah, I think yeah. you're probably right about that. So, um, oh, who's our winner? Ooh. Not Persona 5. That's a horrible pick. Any of the other three are solid. <laughs> All right. I think um, I think Horizon is kind of a silly choice. Um, oh. Glenn, Man, how do we, how do we solve... An hour three. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how do we pick between Zelda and Setsuna? I think of all of these, Setsuna. the one that's almost guaranteed to be true is Project Setsuna. Oh, well, that and Wii, the Zelda Wii U. That's definitely well, that's what I'm trying to decide between, is these two. <laughs> Why don't you just put both for the okay. sake of potentially either having Glenn win or Chris win? Oh, actually, you know what? I will say there's one scenario in which Zelda Wii U does come out this year, and that's if when they, announced the, they officially announced the NX at E3, which we obviously know they're going to do, um, they also announce a, a permanent name for Zelda Wii U, like a real name, and yep. say that it's going to come out alongside the, the NX as a launch title in November. That's uh, the only scenario I can see where it comes out this year. And there, I can't believe they would do that, but okay. And that's it, folks. I, I We're going Zelda Wii U because I think we need to go to sleep. All right. <laughs> and I'm getting really, really strongly worded Skype messages that we need to stop. Um, so <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Thank you again to Adrian, Sam, Glenn, and uh, you, the listener for listening. Um, 
everyone thank you for being on um it's a joy um we do this because it's a good chance for people who i don't usually get to be on the podcast to talk about a bunch of games that we didn't necessarily get enough exposure on during the year so i appreciate you all taking the time to do this um and we will be back next year if you agreed or disagreed post on the forums um rpg cast is uh every week saturday 9 a.m pacific noon eastern of course um and we will see you at the regular show time until then goodbye everybody and thanks again don't let Chris adopt you. Yeah, don't <laughs> let me adopt you. Bye-bye. <laughs>